Blank check with Griffin and David. Blank check with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Check. Welcome to Miss Peregrine's home for podculiar castrins. Yay. Castrins. Cast podculiar cast. You couldn't find a line. There's people. nothing. You couldn't. There's nothing. Um. Wait. IMDb has nothing. Like there. Uh, you want to know what they are? I'm fine. If I you. show you the rest, you have to promise not to run away. That's one of four. Oh yeah, I remember that when it's in, in the boat, and then yeah. she it becomes. They an just area. cut. They cut yeah. to a completely different area. Do you, you want to know what? All? <laughs> I just watched it last night. Do you want to know what killed me? That's another one. I don't remember that either. No, that's the little creepy boy. Victor. I mean, that's sort of a good line in context, right. I guess. All of these only kind yeah, of work the in eyeless, Oh, you know. when he's in the... Oh, Do yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to know what killed oh, me? Okay. You don't have to make us feel safe because you've made us feel brave. Made us feel podcast. Yeah, but like, it, how <laughs> non-specific is that's that? It's a great line from, checks notes, Emma Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is. Here's, here's another one. Baron. And then in brackets, Emma's keeping Baron pinned against a wall by using her... Peculiarity. Hell yeah. Which Eventually, is you're going to run out of breath, and then it'll be all over. Death for your beloved Jake and Miss Peregrine. Everlasting life for me. Baron takes a whiff of Emma's breath. Ooh, and a mint for you. I don't know. He has a lot of lines like that. He's trying. Look, I, I had been wanting to do Burton for a long time, mm-hmm. and this is the only movie that made me go like, I don't know, maybe we should do it because it's such a bummer to end on it. Which is why, like, 18 months ago, you were like, we can do it now that if Dumbo's we time announced. it to Dumbo. Exactly. I was sort of like, with Dumbo on the books, this is more exciting. Yeah. There's no way Dumbo is less interesting than this. Right? Dumbo looks good. I agree. Dumbo looks great. <laughs> it looks like it's going to make to, me cry. Exactly. <laughs> it can't be less interesting than this. It can't. But, but this also, on the surface, on paper... Looks interesting. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, it's got a look, and uh, the kids—they're peculiar. Uh, and I never saw this movie, and I'm nervous now for Dumbo. Honestly, this one because this, this is a similar really kind of—it's a similar story. kind of vibe. Children's fairy tale. Well, if you go like, hey, here's it's the got pitch. a circus. Tim Burton's X Men. <laughs> Like, yeah, right. He's no. going to do his YA Yeah, fiction. but unfortunately, that was it. That they were was like, it. Tim Burton's X-Men. And they were like, great. And he was like, uh, I can phone it in for the next year. Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> you got that, right? You wrote that down, my X-Men? I was trying to, like, I was watching it, and I was like, what does this feel like? And I was like, it feels like uh, Michelle Haneke trying to make a Tim Burton movie. Like, it has the sort of, what? like, funereal tone. Okay. It's, like, very icy. It's very slow. There's a lot of silence. It feels very hermetic. You're boring. The word you're looking for is boring. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, the the Hanukkah style would be boring if there wasn't so much going on subtextually, mm-hmm. you know? If he wasn't, like, so keyed into the psychology of these situations. Because everything is very, like, slow and icy and locked down. Yeah. And this Burton's like, cool, I'm going to do the Hanukkah style. Except everyone's going to seem really unexcited about exciting things happening. Sure, certainly. I I don't know where you're going. Come, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not no, coming no, I'm not anywhere. Co- I don't know where. Ha- I didn't co- expect I you to say nothing, Hanukkah. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> sure. Our guest today is Emma Stefanski, the great Stefanski. You didn't introduce the podcast yet. <laughs> well, I'm important above the title Fine. billing. All right, Emma. Hi. Hi. 
She's the Eva Green of this episode, and that she's the most Emma important Stefanski. element. Emma She works at Thrillist now. I can turn into a bird. You can she's turn our into good a bird. friend. Yeah, right. You can turn good into a friend. Um, uh, this is Blank Check with Griffin and yeah, Dave. Yeah, it's yeah, a podcast yeah, no, no, about no, filmographies. Directors have a massive water. success early on in their career. And then David's rolling to a water bottle. Give a series of Blank Checks make whatever crazy passion projects they want. Or sometimes they just make a movie like this because, I don't know, they didn't We're have any plans money? that fall. <laughs> yeah. Right, in return, you know. Right. Um, was one, like, do you want to make an X-Men, like a you X-Men? Right. No. Do you want like $15 million to do it? Oh, okay, sure, let's do it. See, That's you, how I imagine it When going you down. said the no thing, I think he was probably like, yeah, I like making movies. I don't love sitting alone at home with my thoughts. Sure. Give me a movie to make. I guess it's been like a couple years since I made a movie. Yeah. Okay, let's make yeah, that fine. one. Why not? Yeah. It's Do you like want to know what it's show. about? Oh, I'm, I figured you'll tell me later. Yeah, or you told me the title. I can <laughs> right. run from there. Um, it's called Podward Scissor Cast. It's the films of Tim Burton. And unfortunately, as of recording, this is his most recent film. That's We're right. crossing our fingers and hoping that, that Dumbo will be a little bit of a return to form. I mean, I'll say this Dumbo from the trailers looks nothing if not emotional. Mm. Right? right? I feel like the fear all of us have is like, is it going to be too saccharine? Is it going to be too manipulative? Sure. This movie is just like. I mean, there are few films with lead characters this lacking in urgency. <laughs> you take we his mother have, away. We have to have a whole conversation about, is it Asa or Asa? I think it's Asa Butterfield, but I, yes, I could but be It would wrong. be two S's. Asa yeah. Butterfield pronunciation. I feel like it is Asa. Here's my, see, I think it's Asa too. Asa Asa. You just said you thought it was Asa. Oh, really? You, you just said that. I mean, I... well, it speaks to the forgettability of his performance. <laughs> can I ask a big question? Has anyone in this room? It's Asa. It's Asa. Okay. You can always ask Asa a big Asa. question. That's yeah. what I remember. Okay, it Ben rhymes yeah. with Asia. Producer Ben. Yeah, Ben Dusser. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, producer Ben. What's up? Poet laureate. Tell me. Uh, Finest film critic. Go on. Close personal friend of Dan Lewis. Continue. Mister Positive. Sure. Mister Positive. What were you saying? The Haas. I'd like you to elaborate. Fuck master. Please continue Tie with breaker. your, uh, what is your thought? Birthday Benny. Do you have so come an answer to my question? Dirtbag Benny. Uh, Booker. Dot, dot, dot. Are the you commish. still not going to tell me what's up? I, I, here's my question for you. Yeah, okay, please. Place. You graduate to certain titles over the course of different miniseries, right? Uh, yes. Producer Ben Kenobi. Mm-hmm. That's Star Wars. Kylo Ben, Ben Night Shyamalan, Ben yeah, Say, Save Anything, Wars, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Ailey Ben's with the dollar sign, Warhaz. James Cameron. Producer Bane. Oh, that was, uh, what's his name? Nolan. Ben 19, the fennel maker. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robohaz, Benglish. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Mr. Bancredible. Yeah. I'm pretty cool. The most recent one. What did we just do before Burton? God, we're really Nancy locked Myers. in. Oh, the Haas Liday. Haas, do you know? Did we do that Haas, one? Haas, do you know? Do no, know. we did Benglish. Eat, oh, yeah. drink, Ben Hosley. Eat, drink, Ben Hosley. There you go. There you go. What's the Burton one? I know we, we are, decided. I know it's quiet on the Ben front these days, but there's plenty to choose. Ben wears scissor hands. Uh, no. uh, be, 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 uh, Beetle Haas. Bendel Juice. <laughs> Bendel Juice. Bendel Juice. <laughs> uh, be, beetle Vape. Uh, okay. Hmm. Beetle Tasty. Vape Juice? Okay. Beetle Vape, ju- beetle Vape Juice is not bad. David, Beetle Vape Juice is not bad, and it's a new twist. What if we don't have to put Ben's name in the nickname. This is maybe the dark night of nicknames. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like a nickname for a nickname. Beetle he's, vape juice. He's vaping right David now. Beetle vape juice. Emma? Emma? Wow. 
Emma, you're the you, guest of honor. Emma, beetle vape really juice. Is <laughs> beetle vape juice. Okay, fine. I don't know. You're you're like grinding me down here. I don't have a counter oh, to fuck. you. Fuck! I just summoned beetle vape juice. I said it too many times. You oh, know he's the rule. Branded fifteen times, and then beetle vape juice is summoned. He's like, oh, what? Oh, okay. Here I am. Yeah. It's. He's super chill, so it takes him a while to get there. Showtime. <laughs> Takes a long drag in the middle. Okay, so Griffin, what was your... Here's my question. Yeah. Has anyone in this room watched Sex Education? No. Because that's yes. a comedy. You've seen it. I have. Is yeah. he funny at all on that? He's or, nice. He's very he, sweet. He's doing people like that show. He's English in it, right? Yes. So he's got the advantage of using his regular This accent. does feel like one of those performances where maybe 80% of his energy was wasted on the accent. I think so, too. There are times when I was like, oh, you can really tell that he's That's, not American. That he's really locking he's really in, trying. like putting so all of his focus onto the accent. It's insane to have him and Chris O'Dowd in scenes together where I'm like, <laughs> neither of them are good at this accent. I know. Neither of them are American. And it's one of those where you just go, let them. them be British. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, I thought they were great. Yeah. <laughs> they nailed it the whole time. I was like, oh, there's a southern hey, man. Hey, dad, isn't it weird to be in... Britain? Uh, yes, Sean. It is weird to be in I'm Britain. I'm a weird. Floridian. He does that. Like, yeah, the, the certain sometimes the it gets whoa. Irish adjacent. Yeah. Right. We're going on trip. <laughs> um, no, this does is he use an American accent in Ender's Game? I don't remember. Because in Hugo, he's a Ender's little Game. English boy. Right. Uh, of course, a boy with the striped pajamas. He's a little English boy. You gotta wear the pajamas. <laughs> Sure. I saw that movie with my grandmother at a screening where everyone else was like my grandmother and everyone walked out being like, nuts on Schindler's List. And I was like, I cannot wait for anyone else my age to see this movie and call shenanigans on it. Yeah, that one got some shenanigans. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been around, Asa. He has. He was right around the time of the release of this film, I feel like. Number two for Spidey. And the rumor was like they're about to like sign the contract. Right, right, right. And then the, this came out. There were two things I heard lost him the job. Mm-hmm. One was he His did- His terrible performance in this film. <laughs> three things I heard <laughs> lost him the job, okay? Uh-huh. I think maybe they cooled a little bit after seeing this performance. Two, they screen tested him with Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. And he is kind of tall. Oh, a- 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 He is tall, yeah. A big reason why they hired Tom Holland, aside from him being a wonderful actor who's a perfect fit for Spider-Man- Yeah, he's good at it. Oh, he's that, six feet tall. Wow. Yeah. Right. And uh, Tom Holland is like... He's here in my pocket right now. He's like 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> yeah. He's like sub-griff size. Sure. And Robert Downey Jr. is my size. Yes. And they wanted someone who looked like a child next to Robert Downey Jr. Mm. The other thing I heard is, Asa Butterfield, Asa Basa Butterfield, was going around telling everyone like, yeah, I'm about to sign the contract for Spider-Man. <laughs> Ooh, and Marvel bad. like got really angry that he was like Yikes. being so loose-lipped. Because it was definitely like widely reported. Like they were Butterfield's like, mm, it's, closing it's, in. Yes, yeah. right. They were like, the ink <laughs> is about to hit the page. Do you remember the guy who was kind of flat in three movies? Like, a, <laughs> yeah. you know, Hugo, yeah. Ender's Game, Hugo Peregrine. is kind of fine then. I don't like that movie very much, but I think I he's like I like that fine. movie. He's a blank slate. To nothing. It's, I mean, he's, it's weird. This performance is, uh, it's one of those things where like, I've said this, but like sometimes I see a movie, like I remember I walking. mean being so mean to this fucking I do too. That's why like, I don't want to rag on him. I don't want to rag on him. And he's in this him. sex education thing now, which it's, I don't it's know. apparently the it's most good. watched show in the history of mankind. Sure. Netflix reporting is always like, the first episode of sex education has been watched more than every Super Bowl combined. <laughs> right. That, that movie where Kurt Russell is Santa has grossed more than Gone with the Wind, yeah. like in its first three days. Yeah, not since the moon landing have 
this many people watch something the moment it airs. Well, it's also like they use the same number all the time. It's like 40 million people. Yeah. They yeah, have like multiple right. tweets where it's like 40 million right, people which is not suspicious this. at all. Not suspicious hmm. at all. Um, Just pull that one right out of your pocket. <laughs> I will say, like, I, I remember uh, sitting through Welcome to Marwin when I was welcomed to Marwin. Mm. You don't sit through Welcome to Marwin. You experience it. You live you, in Welcome to Okay, you live in Marwin. Exactly. You move in. <laughs> when I went for a stay in Marwin, exactly. okay, when I was welcomed from Marwin and settled down, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, like, halfway through was like, why do I like movies? <laughs> and it wasn't one of those things where, like, I disliked Marwin so much that it made me question the art form. It was one of those things where I genuinely went, like, wait, so what is it I use to decide whether or not a movie is good? Sure. Like, what metrics matter? And right. watching his performance in this, I also go, like, Wait, so like, what is it I want out of an actor? Mm. Like, it makes you question the entire art of acting. Well, the thing about this character. Yes. He's bad. It's the not character's not incredibly well but written. But the character, right. It's just sort of like, what's the, tell me one thing about this character. He's sad that his grandpa died. I feel for him. Grandpas do die. Grandpas die. Especially it's... when they're in their 80s and their eyes get sucked out <laughs> of their heads. Good in for a movie. <laughs> Sure. Good hook. What if a grandpa died? And then it's like this. One of my favorite things about this movie is like, what you don't know is that you are peculiar. Oh, awesome! What's my power? You can see those monsters that we've seen already. It's like yeah. the most horrible oh. power. It's like yeah. you can see the most fucked up thing. In we the can't world. see them. <laughs> right. So you can kind Congrats. of point them out. Yeah. You know, like there's one over there. Yeah. You can just be perpetually terrified. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have any other powers? No. Uh, no. Yeah. no but, but you go like. This movie, like, first 10 minutes, it tries to lock you into two things. One, the classic Tim Burton, here's a California boy who's not bright and sunny like the it's rest of them. It's actually Florida here, but yes. Right. right. Okay, a sunshine boy, let's sure. say. Sunshine boy. Here's a pale a boy suburban, in a sunshine right, state. A pale okay? suburban child. Right, here's a pale boy in a sunshine state. He doesn't fit in. Yeah. Two is, this boy really was close to his grandfather. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The mo- Like, the most upper end I should be, like, his grandfather was the most important well, person in the world to him. too. It's like yeah. he had this grandpa who would tell these tall tales. Right. And they're very close. And now he's getting older and maybe he's realizing, like, was my grandpa full of shit? And Chris <laughs> and Dad's like, son, let me tell you about Nazis. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they'll fuck a man up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, he might have been a great grandpa, but he wasn't a great father. I th- I thought that line reading was so moving that I just burst into tears. I'm realizing <laughs> his, American I'm accent, right now. his American accent is a little uh, Mandarin. <laughs> like you may say like I'm a, a terrorist. <laughs> Fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. Um no but but you know it's like the, the, wait, wait, you saying Chris O'Dowd thought that Terrence Stamp was like fortune cookies? He was hollow and full of lies. <laughs> hollow gassed. Hollow gas. Well, I don't know what to say about this movie. Well, here's the important thing. All right. Stavansky, guest of honor. Yep. I'm exclusively <laughs> and repeatedly calling Friend you guest of, of honor for this episode. Friend of the show. You uh Put your your bid in for this episode because you have read the book. I read the book. And by, I did. Um, by one Ransom Riggs. Ransom Riggs. That's a made up name. No, the the notion <laughs> of this name. book is. I take it back. That's his yeah. name. He's from Florida. Yeah. Maybe this is autobiographical. Well, I think, <laughs> right. My, my understanding of the book is he found a lot of like weird photos that were sort of like kind of 
unidentified. Diane Arbacy kind of photos of yeah. odd-looking people. Yes. Right. But, he would, but, like, go to, like, flea markets and right. stuff and just get them. And acquire photos, and they're, like, uh, you know, photos that have, like, no uh, accreditation, mm. no backstory. Sure, sure, And he tried to write a book around these photos. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool idea, and be like, I'm going to create a universe in which all these photos make sense. Mm-hmm. You understand how, for a publisher, they'd be like, that sounds fucking cool. Sure. We need a YA we book pictures for, in the like... Book. Right, we scan need, them in. We need a YA book for, like, sad, lonely goth kids, you know? <laughs> in the same way that, like, uh, you know, uh, I feel like Series of Unfortunate Events at the time was sort of, like, the totally. the loner equivalent to Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, you're a little more twisted. Yeah, a little more twisted. Right, you need some snicket. It's edgy. Right, it was, like, this is, like, okay, this is the, the loner divergent, you know? <laughs> and so you go, like, well, obviously the guy to hire is Tim Burton. And, like, in 2002, when they're trying to make a Lemony Snicket movie and they hire it to Tim Burton, he goes, like, a little on the nose. I don't think I should do it. You know? Sure. It's, like, two in my wheelhouse where I don't know if I could bring anything to it. Yeah. And then this movie, he was like, yeah, I'll do it. I have some free time. <laughs> what what changed? I don't know. But then you – I watched this movie. I mean, uh, a friend of the show, past and future guest, Alex Ross Perry, he – told me he was like, when I told him we were doing Tim Burton, he was like, I just found out the other day that he directed that Peregrine movie. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you couldn't tell from the trailer. And he was like, I remember I seeing- someone was ripping him off. Right. I yeah. remember saying like, which USC graduate- Exactly, right. Made a really good Tim Burton inspired short film and got to direct this movie at 27. I definitely was thinking while I was watching it, like, this is the least Burton-y movie that I've seen of his that he has directed. And you Even feel it's like got stop motion creatures until then. Little yeah, twins right. who are in sacks. But you feel like <laughs> sack if a, twins. If a Burton acolyte or someone who grew up idolizing Burton got to make this movie, it would at least have the energy of someone being like, "I have to prove I can make a movie." It would mm-hmm. at least have energy. <laughs> and this—that's the main thing. This film is so lacking in energy. So lacking. I don't want to put all of it on Butterfield's feet, but it doesn't help. I definitely like went to the bathroom in the middle of it and was like, what if I just don't come out of the bathroom? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I never. Do you want to know what hell is? <laughs> I had ahead. one of my regular bouts of insomnia last night mm-hmm. and was watching this movie and was like, at least it will put me to sleep. You keep saying this, but <laughs> and I don't. couldn't. Uh, this Maybe put it me was to sleep. too. I was so bored <laughs> and excited. awake. I've seen this movie already. I saw it. When it came when out. It, yeah. And I put it on and it put me to sleep. Like yeah. I made it halfway through and then I yeah. was like, I've got to go to bed and I watch the rest of the morning because uh, it's boring. That's my review. Ben Hosley. We've, yeah. We were talking to him. Uh-huh. Ben Hosley texts us. Well, I didn't want to watch this movie. He texts <laughs> us being like, can I skip this one, guys? Do I have permission to skip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then and we were like, yes. I mean, to be clear, neither of us were like pushing back on that. And we're, I mean, this is being released in, in an opposite we're order. We're recording a couple episodes Tomorrow this we're week. recording Alice in Wonderland. And we were like, if you're going to pick one, pick Alice in Wonderland. Because at, at least it's like an engrossing disaster. It'll rev There's you stuff up. in there. There's yeah. stuff in there. Okay. Anne Hathaway is weird in it. Right. They're She's good. Great. They're better elements than there She's are in this film. And they're worst <laughs> elements. Right. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. But then... I was like, but you are a peculiar child. I am. A, I was a strange child. Right. And, and you so, were saying like you used to hang out at graveyards. What was the other thing? I'm going to find it. What's your superpower? Name? That, that was Emma, the thing I didn't what? know. Emma, we'll get the superpower question, but I just, before he ruins this, Ben Hosley said, when I was in high school, I added <laughs> no, a Z. No, in elementary, elementary school. school. When I was in elementary school, I added a Z to my name. Where do you think that Z would be? <laughs> Knowing Ben Hosley as a name, H-O-S-L-E-Y, where do you think he would have placed that Z? Oh, obviously it's Zen Hosley. 
It's Ben's Hosley. <laughs> I do like Zen Hosley. Right. I do too. Here's what, here's what I knew was going to happen. I was trying to overly telegraph that the obvious choice would be replace the S. Yeah, ben I knew Hosley. by doing that, Hosley. you would go for the more creative next level thing, which is Zen Hosley. And instead he became Mercedes Benz Hosley. Now, I didn't like cars. My parents refer to this as my Z phase. They call it the Z phase, your mm-hmm. Z period. I just, for whatever reason, um, like my teachers, I remember my teachers being concerned because I would be like, you have to call me Benz. And they're like, what? No. I was right. Like, fair, I, fair answer. I, I'm going to, bees are going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I was also obsessed with death because my parents, annually we would drive to Florida and they would always put on to mystery, um, like uh, books on tapes. I mean, this and, movie is so in oh, Ben's wheelhouse. I'm like I a got, Sue Grafton. I got yeah. so obsessed every time I wow. saw a cemetery in like third grade. Like, we gotta stop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you're the only kid too, so you have some power. I do. It's not like the other kid could be like no, and then you sort of like a three to one situation. Nope. I was yeah. like Spanish moss, creepy old gravestones. Hell yeah. We're stopping, baby. Well, here's pull the thing. over. You go this movie. You know my name. It's Ben's. I, I genuinely <laughs> like, believe. It's not your name. <laughs> this movie automatically becomes a gentleman's six mm. if you have some take on the lead character mm. and hire a more compelling actor. Like Ben. If you go like, okay, the key is it's Ben. He's like kind of a scumbum. He's like a bad kid. Sure. And he's got right. that rebel energy. Right. Whereas this is more like he's like, well, I'm a little different. Right. Oh, how are you different? I don't know. Yeah, right. People don't like me at school. Here's another thing. What if the kid's funny? What if the kid's got a wry energy? Mm. What, what if, if he's he, still a no, loner, no, no, no. but he's sort of sarcastic? What if he's real quiet, mm. doesn't talk too much. Mm. Delivers everything with the same affectation. Yeah. What I about miss that? my grandfather are, are so we, much. Are we on to something? I hate that he died. Dad, we have to go to the English countryside immediately. Welsh, I need to Welsh see if the school is there. My therapist says I need to go to Wales. Because that bill, scene the where The billing she's of like, this movie, I'm sorry. Jenny <laughs> is fourth <laughs> bill. It's incredible. Pre-Oscar, she's fourth bill. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, when, I mean, she's a name. I'm not right. going to deny Jenny or But that's might. one of those things where it kind of distorts the movie. Because when Jenny is fourth billed and she's out of the movie in the first 15 minutes, you go... There has to be something else to her character. Nope. When I saw her, and when well, I saw the it fact- is, she's the, the like the nope. weird fake. <laughs> nope, that's not. Uh, yeah, sure. It, it turns out she she was playing it like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That was. Wait, what were you going to say? When you I saw have her- to go to therapy. <laughs> go to that countryside. Yes, Terrence Stamp deserved to die. Yeah, and I hope he burns in hell. His eyes were tasty. <laughs> um, go uh, ahead. Em. When I did see that she was fourth build in the movie, I thought I forgot that uh, Samuel Jackson was in it. Uh huh. Yikes. Um, but I had just read the book and I knew that the therapist was also like the evil character. And I was like, what if it's Janny? Right. What if it's literally just a, she, there's just an evil Janny, dark Janny, like mean Janny. Right. Uh, And I was really excited for like two seconds. And then I remembered that Sam Jackson is in it, which usually would excite me. But then. Right. By that point, I was like, oh boy, I don't know if this is going to be good. It's interesting too, that Samuel Jackson's in a movie directed by Tim Burton, the his hated enemy who directed mm. Martin Landau to an Oscar. Well, yes, very interesting. Right, right? Do you think they talked about it? Well, and this is the movie where uh, Burton comes under fire from the press where it's like the whole movie is like a pasty white countryside these, children. These children might be peculiar. I'll and tell you something like, else about it. Look, I cast a black actor and people were like, he eats eyes. Is the eye-eating <laughs> villain who's like, hello, right. may I dine upon your tasty eyes? Like right. that's his bit. And Sam Jack is always kind of a hand wave where he's just yeah. like, why are people getting upset? It's fun. I, I want to play an movie. Whatever. Right, right. He does like, I do <laughs> right. two movies a week. 
I thought it was fun. They sent me the script. I said, I've never eaten an eye on screen. He is one of those he's guys. like a lot of eyes. He slurps on one up like spaghetti. Yeah. And you is gross. He's having some fun in this. Sure. Eva Green's having some fun for her 15 minutes. <laughs> She's having a little fun. Yeah. Sure. Right. And I think Ella Purnell's kind of good. No. I kind of like her in this. Uh-uh. I like her. No. I like her hair. Stefanski. Yeah. Her I name is she- Emma. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Automatically, Ella. I have to. No, her it's Emma. Real the, name. The character's, the character's name. name. Right, yeah. right, right. Her name. Her name. Actually, speaking of my name, I actually added a Z to my name, too, when I was younger. Oh, that's right. Well, Emza, yeah. right? Emza? Emza. My friend oh like my called, it, called me that, and Kindred then it just spirits. stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you have the teachers call you by that name, or was it just like a amongst friends kind of thing? Some did, like, especially in high school, because I yeah. had it as my name on Facebook and like I guess sure. teachers like could sure. see that. Um and I got to the point where like in college I changed my Facebook name to my real name and all of my friends flipped because it yeah. had been my fake no. name for so long. <laughs> I got a lot of comments like, oh wow, end of an era. Which is like very dramatic. You know there are a bunch of those like like Darcy Carden mm. is just someone who like when she was twelve added a like apostrophe into her name to seem more mysterious and uh-huh. now it's like her acting her stage name. name right she's like no my name's just darcy i just when i was 12 wanted to seem more interesting darcy right. darcy i think willem defoe's the same thing i think he just thought at some point it'd be more interesting if it was spelled that way yeah, his name is william right his name is william yeah. defoe <laughs> yeah i didn't know that yeah come on willem there are a bunch of guys like that where it's just like yeah when i was like 12 i thought it was funny to spell it this way and now i'm an academy award nominated actor <laughs> oops one of eight children Defoe? Yeah. His brother is Donald Defoe. Don Defoe? Yeah. Um, well, this movie is clearly a lot of fun. We like talking about it. Here's- <laughs> We're revved up about Peregrine. So- oh, no, the billing. Eva Green, number one. Okay. She's but she's Ms. not Peregrine. in a lot of the movie. She's not in a lot of the movie. I guess Asa Butterfield should be number one, but he's number two. And I remember seeing this for the first time when she finally enters 30 minutes and I was like, okay, finally, she's going to be the character with energy. Right. She's doing like fun, full Burton stuff. And 15 minutes later, she's like, I'll see you guys in about an hour and a half. <laughs> for one second. Yeah. She's not in the end of the movie. No, she literally appears silently just so that it's like, yeah, she's not dead. Yeah. You know, I just remember being like, oh, that's kind of interesting that like there's a hundred million dollar Tim Burton movie where it's just Eva Green above the title. Right. She must really bring it in this movie. And it must be really her I mean, film. she really brought a crossbow. She did. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like yeah. all the posters were like, she's got a crossbow. Yeah. All the crossbow stuff. Anytime there's a crossbow on screen, it's good. That's yeah. what I'll say. Because I like some parts of this movie. The sequence I especially. Too. There are a couple moments um, yeah. where they're like at the amusement park on the pier or oh, whatever. I like that at all. I really like I that like part. That. See, I like that. That's my favorite part of the movie. That's yeah, my favorite same. chunk. Yeah. That was Wait, when my when eyes on, really just glazed over. You mean in the, the Blackpool stuff? That's when I'm dead. That move that I hate. When that the EDM music is playing oh and they're like God. throwing like stuff at the monster. Like each other. Yeah. Ben and I are playing each other and smiling. I like some of the school stuff. Like some of the, you know, when Eva's there, you know, that that's fine. And it's more colorful. But you even go it's like... It's colorful. There, there is a lack of urgency to this carrot. entire film. There's a very big carrot. I love the big carrot. This carrot There's stuff ain't I'm your like, granddaddy's carrot. I'm just like, these kind of movies where they go like, here's a world you never knew existed. Let me introduce you to the rogues gallery of characters. <laughs> Usually it's like, that's the fun peppy part. Yeah. And you're like, 
it takes 25 minutes to get through the introductions to the kids. It does, and also I'm like, which one is this again? Like, right. immediately afterwards? Like, slowly <laughs> walk up these stairs. Well, like, there's every a bunch time... of little white children. Like, I don't remember yeah. if, like, is she head child, or is she strong child, or is she plant child? Right. Like, I don't remember. There's Jans Fankmeyer, <laughs> <laughs> who makes his stop motion, like, meat and doll part puppets. And then, and I know every YA book has this, but, like, the character's like, I'm the mean one. Yeah. I don't like you. Right. And it's like, why don't you like him? I don't know. Maybe it'll be explained later, but I'm just a problem. I don't like the way you fold your socks. <laughs> right. Um, and he has the most fucking convoluted power where he's like, oh yeah, let me use my power. Let me just reach into my bag of hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like his power. I mean, for me, it's like, I, I like want more like convoluted. Like that is quite a peculiar power. Sure. You know? Peculiar. Um, Wait, Ben, did you watch the movie or not? That's my question. When did you? Turn well, it sounds it like you did because if you got to Blackpool, I yeah, watched the, the whole movie, wow. so it was enough. It wow. sort of hooked you in enough. It got me. It got me far along enough where yeah. I was ready to give up. Yeah, but then I think <laughs> it was uh, kind of like, well, yeah, might well, as well see how I, it goes. It, it, right. There was enough action with the sh- the the creatures showing up. Yeah. That I was like, all right, whatever. I'll I'll just stick it out. I also feel like I was a lot more forgiving my first time because you're watching it the whole time going like, maybe the next scene it's going to start getting good. Sure. When you watch it the second time and know it never really pops, it's no. just like a slog together. Well, for me watching the second time, I was like, Judy Dench is in this? Yeah. Like literally, I was oh, just like, yeah. I forgot whole For like segments. two minutes? Yeah. Miss Outrageous. Yeah. I think th- when they cool. go on the boat and there's the bones, I'm like, fuck, I love bones. All right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there are like some bones. There's little visual ideas. There's some good stuff The in boat there. thing bugs me because she's like, all right, I'll tell you my secret. But first we have to go to this location. Okay, they get in a fucking boat. They go yeah. in the boat. Then you sink down in the water. Sink down in the water. Then she's got to blow air into the fucking boat. And yeah. I'm like, it takes her this long? Well, you have to see I the boat. I don't care it's what you Chekhov's have to say. boat. Because that's to, you know. <sighs> yeah. They're gonna check out boat. You leave back. a boat at the bottom of the ocean and has to come back in Act Two. <laughs> right. That's the Chekhov's boat rule. Yeah. Uh, Emma, you're a pretty uh, voracious reader in general. I, I try Emma to read. Do you, I read a lot. Do you read Emma? Hey, say what you want. I'm Emma this reads. Literate as hell. <laughs> I like books. <laughs> wow, is that your is that your oh catcher? Uh, I like books. Emma's dancing around the studio. <laughs> She's literally flexing. Mm. Um, it's her holding, peculiarity. Like, stacks of books in my arms. Oh my god! Look, she's cut. Yeah, <laughs> she's book lifting like two hundred pounds right now. That's Dead book her lifting. peculiarity. She That's... can lift anything as long as it's books. Only she's books. Like, books. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have the same energy as everyone in this movie. She's doing the Dougie <laughs> for books. Yes. She's lighting the offices on fire. All with her book power. All with I'm her like book power. The B boy, but it's it's books that live it's... inside my stomach. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, net. put on out. your net, Emma. <laughs> Emma just coughed up a paperback. Um, do, do you read a lot of YA in general? Uh, I've gotten kind of back into it because okay. I have a friend who writes it now, and she's published a couple books that are fun. Uh, so I try to support. Uh, tell my me how you get to this book. How did I get to this book? Yeah, because I hadn't heard of it before they like announced that Tim Burton was making it. At which point, I went, "This sounds like good material for him." I know it's successful, but it wasn't like cultural phenomenon. It was a bestseller. Okay. It was a New York Times bestseller. So you bestseller read the charts. For a few. I like, I used to actually not do it at all because I was one of those kids who was like, I'm not going to read books that are yeah. popular. That's yeah. lame. Um, so I started reading a lot of weird stuff. But then like, you know, a few years ago, I was just like, I'm done being that ch- child. Should we do the books office game? <laughs> <laughs> Quiz Stefanski on the. Oh, no. 
on, on the, the New York the, Times. The New York Times bestseller list? Yes, yeah, I'm not going to do well with the that. Week that. Maybe pull it up. Maybe we'll get to that later. Okay. So you. I have no idea how to pull that up, but I'll try. <laughs> how much do you like this book when you read it? Not very much. Okay. So it's not even like your jam. No. When you, you hear, gave it a shot. Yeah. You didn't read the sequels. No. There, of which there are currently three other books. Yeah. There's four total. When you hear that he is making a movie of it, is your thought like, why? Or is it maybe he'll be able to do something with that premise? Some kids love this book. I was interested in seeing it when I saw the trailer. Because mm-hmm. um, the trailer is pretty cool. It. The trailer is pretty cool. And then oh, no, a I lot of. It number one. Right? Isn't it like a yeah. Mama Cass cover? And what? it's like just big on the visuals. The trailer has like a cover of a Mama Cass song or something. I'll summon the trailer. Yeah. It was um, a good trailer. Yeah, it was good. And it's got a lot of Evergreen in it. And I yes. like her because She's I like pretty. her in a lot of her movies. Pretty and charismatic. It's yes. just pretty. never doesn't play a witch. That's the only problem. <laughs> right, but this you're like, she's one of the few actors who seems like they're having fun. Yeah. Like she is on the right tonal wavelength for this movie. Mm-hmm. And she's good in oh, like Jesus. the list you know, yeah, scene where she just lists right. things. Right. Which is like, you're like, oh, this is starting to get a little momentum because mm-hmm. this actress is at least bringing her own like rhythm to the thing. Whereas everyone else, it's like, it feels like a movie where he edited it in a way to leave as many pauses in between lines as possible. It's weird. It's a lot of like children being some dramatic kind of, too. Some which kind of yeah. creepy song sometimes is good and sometimes it's really not good. The cover's good. I mean, it's a creepy, right? It's, it's another one it's sort creepy. of The trailer is all the boat stuff. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Sort of the imagery's kind of cool, though. You see her, like, sure. rise up to the tree with the rope around. Well, yeah. like, I like that stuff. She's a floaty gal. She's floating. She airs her peculiarity. The lock boots. In the book, actually, it's yeah, the other girl who's, right. like, the main girl. It's Olive. different, right? The fire girl the is fire the main girl. girl. Oh, and then the air weird. girl is, like, younger. She's just, like, not even a character. She's right. just like, yeah, one she of the menagerie. Mm-hmm. Did they just think fire was hack? Were they sick of fire? I think they just wanted because like know. his love interest is Fire Girl, right? And in this, they sort of set it up. Maybe as there's like no love interest. The, that yeah, it's almost know. supposed to be a love triangle because Enoch seems to get jealous of how much Fire Girl is taken by Butterfield. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then it doesn't really. Well, but then they sort of like pair up at the end right. when he's like, "Oh, I can't believe you're dead now," when she's like frozen. Right, and then he has that speech. Right, the the movie is like this sort of sub-emotional quote-unquote emotional arc of Enoch learning to tell Fire Girl about his feelings. Sure, well, you yeah. know, he keeps his hearts locked away in a box. I don't fucking know. Right. It's a metaphor. <laughs> you gotta keep your heart in a box, to be yeah. fair. Um, it's the only safe thing to do. I have the first week that it's number one, which was its 45th week. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. The book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what's cool about books, too, is they still can, like, <laughs> grow like that. Do you know one, what I'm saying? Yeah, one, two, three other books here have become movies. Okay. Which ones? Well, let's see if you can get oh, All right, no, let's play I the don't want to do this. What's no, on no, this game? One of them's very popular, probably uh, one of the most popular books for young people in the last 10 years. What year is it? Well, we're talking 2012. Uh, this book is pretty new at that point, time. Is it, it The was, Hunger Games? No, 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 no. Think um, soapier, sadder. Divergent. No, 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 no. Um, Forget no sci-fi. Real life, real life. <laughs> Turned into a movie. Big hit movie. So but it's big. not a franchise, right? No. I think I know what it is. There's no franchise here. No, no, no. Is it YA? Mm-hmm. These YA, are all YA. A soapy YA. It's this, a see, one this and done. is not, I can't it's even. It's a sad book. It makes you it. cry. But this, oh, author, The Fall in Our Stars. Yeah. yeah. Which, as far I as, read I, that. as I know. So, how much has it made so far? <laughs> I don't know. It's only 14 weeks. On the, it's new. It's well, newer. Fresh? Okay. And then we've got a book that's been on the list for 109 weeks. Uh, I'm not doing the other ones. I'm just doing the ones that yeah, were turned yeah. into movies. 
um, uh, that was turned into a movie that stars someone we've been talking about. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Think younger. Ace of Base of Butterfield. Ace of Base. Is it Hugo? Hugo. No. The invention oh, of the Hugo Cabret. Movie bump. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That must right, have been right, right. right. Because when it comes and out, then mm-hmm. another one that's brand new, four weeks on the list. Um, got turned into a movie much later, a couple years ago. Autobiography of Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> this is children's books. Um, oh, a junior autobiography of Malcolm X, <laughs> as told to Big Bird. Yes. Um, no. Uh, like a mm, inspirational sort of book about. You know, uh, it's be yourself. It's tough. It's a real life story. You're gonna have no, to be more I don't specific. think so. But it kind of has the vibe of a real life story. Is it genre at all? No, 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 no. Hard no. No, and it stars a young actor. Ace of Base of Butterfield. Not him. <laughs> think younger. A little more charming. Oh, perhaps grating. Oh, who is it? Your man. My man. Jacob Tremblay. Is he my man? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you once called him my man. <laughs> Sure. Okay. It's Wonder. It's Wonder. I was going to say the Book of Henry, but that's I mean, not a book, is it? Well, it should be published. I mean, it For is a book. For any kid who wants to assassinate a local police chief. <laughs> I wish they had done that. Like, the Book of Henry was had more, like, a muscle behind it, and they had released it as, like, a tie-in book. Where it's like, now you can read Henry's book. Like, <laughs> right. go to Barnes & Noble and read a murder diary. That would be good. It has and little, it's like, like, envelopes where you can pull things yes. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It right. has all of the interactive elements, mm-hmm. and it, like, tells you how to buy a gun illegally. And all right. that stuff. Like, yeah. we talked about in the Aquaman episode that there's a book that's, like, My Journal by right. Arthur Curry, age 13. <laughs> yes. It's like, being an Aquaman is tough. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, Willem Dafoe, who I think his real name is William, right. just keeps coming to the and teaches me how to spin a trident. But like once a year and only one lesson. And then I ask him about my mom and he's like, uh, we'll talk about it later. I gotta I'll go. See you in a year. <laughs> Shock bait. Let's just review Aquaman. Shock again. bait. <laughs> now, the Miss Peregrine, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge that she runs a home for peculiar children. You gotta hand it to her. You, you, no, but okay. You, so you said the book is different. This is right. We, I wanted to yeah. conclude book talk. The book's pretty different. Yeah. Okay. So what do we got? I mean, apart from Fire Girl is more prominent. It spends Girl. a lot of time not in the home for peculiar children, which is the first thing that kind of turned me off. Sure. It's a lot of him looking for the home for peculiar children. It's a lot of him just being, he has like. Going back and forth. Because in this movie, he finds it by yelling at a bird. <laughs> right. Sure does. <laughs> he does. Oh, uh, look. It's a bird. Maybe, maybe it's, it's Miss a Peregrine. Peregrine. Hey, don't poop on us. I like oh, how. Come on, Dad. I was joking. When... Can you tell by the change in my tone? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. Like, that's the moment for I me know. where I go, like, fuck, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> right, right, where right. he's trying to play. He's not uh, improving in this. In one right, scene, yeah. it's supposed to be sad sack, sullen, like. Energetic. Well, right. right. He's supposed to go from being, like, yeah, morose yeah, yeah. about his grandfather a little excitement about maybe they're going to solve the mystery, mm. making the joke about the bird, and then having to reassure his dad that he was only joking. Right. And everything sounds like it's Max speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on, Emma. Uh, I do like when they first see the bird, he's, his dad is like, it's a peregrine falcon. He's like, oh, like Miss Peregrine? Like he's like, never Jesus heard of a peregrine falcon Christ. in his whole life before. <laughs> it's only peregrine. Like, Shouldn't have said anything. I know what that is. I read the My Side of the Mountain. So is the book books? less sort of like propulsive than 
Die what sounds like it's very it's very like YA origin-y right where it's yeah. like let's explain everything about yeah, how it's like, this works here's right. some what here's an inbreen and here's the right. history behind that right. and here's what the hollows are and here's yeah. the connect and it's just a lot of that stuff sure see I the is there a showdown in Blackpool no they don't go there there's a showdown in a lighthouse the end is completely different so you think Tim Burton was just like can I be at a circus? Like, <laughs> Please, can well, I have a circus? Yeah, right. <laughs> the thing that like, excited me about this movie when it was announced, when it was coming out, was that Jane Goldman wrote it. Sure. And mm-hmm. I think Goldman's really smart. And we've talked about on this show, like Tim Burton admittedly says, like, I don't really know how to tell a story. I don't sure. know the difference between a good script and a bad script. I know the types of things that interest me. So he works best when someone else is making sure that the script is good and then they hand it off to him. Sure. And he had like gotten in a John August rut, like he was working with August over Did and some over Augusts, again. Yeah. I was like, maybe new writer will breathe some fresh life in him. She seems like a good person to adapt this. Even if the book is kind of shapeless, maybe she'll be able to find a narrative in it. And he only signed on, I think, off of the script. So I was like, man, this is like it must the be a hot big, script, but it's right. not such a big property that it's like built in. Mm. He must really like the material. And then you see it and you're like, I don't know, was anyone excited about this when they were making it? Probably not. Eva Green? Ava Green. She's she probably excited to it. wear like dark blue hair for right. a few scenes. And then she like, just her outfits are cool. Gets a vacation in the Walsh countryside. Actors talk about like the uh, urgency and objective in scenes. Mm. You know, yeah, like yeah. what's what's my want? What's my motivation here? And Did I'm not, Asa Butterfield miss that? <laughs> maybe <laughs> presentation. Like I'm not one of those people who like every scene. I like take out the like colored pencil and go like this line is based on this and that and oh, that. And I'm trying sure. to tie it in. I try to be like a little more intuitive about it. But every time I've watched a scene of something I'm in that I think is really bad, I go. Well, the th- I didn't figure out what I wanted here. Mm. You know, it's not usually a didactic process for me, but I'm like, it's nonspecific. I didn't have something driving me. Right. But you go like, if someone had just kept in the backseat the whole time, like my grandfather was the only person who I understood, yeah. who understood me, and this is driving everything I do, and you felt that tension every scene. And I watched scene. him die with no eyes. That was traumatic. Right. You watched him be ripped apart by a thing. Yeah. That's if you so had horrible. someone no play good. that emotional honesty and urgency, I right. think this film automatically becomes a gentleman's six. It becomes a bit of a shrug, but you go like, yeah, but it's like, whatever. It's kind of nice world building, whatever. The book is a lot like that, actually. Um, yeah. And I think that's why the beginning takes so long, is because you have this setup of this kid who is like... Not only like, I mean, like in the movie, he's barely traumatized by all this because he's like, yeah, I got to, you know, do all this other stuff. But that also feels like the performance wise. I mean, it's like, right. You're saying they're the book and the movie are laying out the emotional track. Right. Right. Because there's that scene where Alice and Janney's like, clearly you're like suffering post-traumatic stress. You saw a terrible thing. And he's like, I know I just can't get over it. Yeah, there's no. (laughs) Dad, we have to go to this house. We have to. My life depends on it. Chris O'Dowd's also. The first introduction of him is he's watching TV and he like flips over to the He's game. watching a horribly violent nature documentary right, with birds right. tearing something apart. And right. then as his child leaves the room, right. he changes it to sports. Right. But, I guess. The, but the motivation of his character is that he's like a bird watcher and right. he is really into birds. Right. Enough to go to Wales from Florida, like, which can't be like the easiest trip. He can write his book no, about birds. And right. you talk about how. And then they show up and whatever. It's like, I'm going to take a picture of a bird. And he's like, well, fuck it. I ruined. <laughs> 
His this, camera's bigger than mine. Right. This whole trip was for naught. But you also go, if this movie is set in London, the idea of them going yeah. to the countryside is less insane and also the actors can use accents closer to their own. Yeah, but I think they're, they're very, they really want Sam Jackson to have that Florida line. Yes. I, I mean, I, I don't know what other reason there is, but they wanted to be like, Florida, And Burton it is, sucks. is probably keyed into the like, yeah, oh, the suburban sadness, sunshine yeah. state kind of thing. But um, I guess, yeah, because like Chris O'Dowd, it's like, okay, it, the best version of this character is Alan Arkin and Edward Scissorhands. It's like the oblivious dad who doesn't understand all the weird stuff and just has his own interests. Mm-hmm. But he's done in a way where you're like, is this guy like suicidally depressed? I have no beef with Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> I like him a lot. I enjoy him in things. I'm a big fan. But is Chris O'Dowd sometimes bad? Sometimes. Sometimes, maybe. Most people are sometimes bad. I, I think I'm he has a... Baby. Would you say he works a lot? Chris O'Dowd? Yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you call him a guy who maybe like pops up in a lot of movies and you're like, hey, it's Chris O'Dowd? I feel like he's a guy where uh, Bridesmaids was so huge mm. and there was maybe a clear track for what he could have done. Is he Irish in Bridesmaids? Yes. Yes. So that's one where they were... Maybe that was like maybe part he of was the even appeal. trying the accent and they were like, you know what? <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Just do your thing. He says, I worked really hard my American accent and they said, it's fine. Do the thing that makes you the most comfortable and right. you can be the most funny and charming. And it's like, oh, he's charming. You're right. just an Irish cop. And he's so charming in that that I think people were like, Oh, is he going to be like the lead of his own Apatow movie? Is sure. he going to be the love interest in every romantic comedy? Is he this or that? And he's talked a lot about trying to like play against the expectations of the type of roles that he was in line for. Right. And now he just does a lot of little stuff. A lot of little stuff. He's in like Get Shorty. Get Shorty. Right. On, playing um, the Travolta equivalent. It's a Crackle original? Uh, yes, it's a. <laughs> no, no, it's Epics. Epics. I was uh. literally like, what is it? It's Epics. <laughs> it's Epics. It is indeed. Uh, he is indeed the Travolta. He's the gangster right. who's trying to enter the film industry, and Romano is the hackman. Right. Now, to be fair, Gene Hackman is incredible in Get Shorty because you're like, Gene Hackman plays the Nebishi producer? Yes. <laughs> and he totally nails it. Yeah. So I guess you could just sort of think like, well, who knows? Yeah, we'll cast against type or something. I've heard that show's fine. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No one's ever seen that show. I know one person who's seen that show. Is it Ray Romano? It's my friends on it. (laughs) It's the character Bosch. Yes, Bosch. Bosch is seen. Yeah, what if these shows are only watched by fictional characters from other shows that don't exist? Like the cast of Animal Kingdom can't wait to watch. They have it on in the background of the scenes. Give me another. What, What was the show Nick Nolte was on? Graves? Graves. You have no idea how hard I tried to get cast in Graves. I was well, like, this is the role. Yes, because yeah. I want, I was like, I could spend six months just following Nick six. Nolte around. It's probably three, it's right? 47 episode season. <laughs> that was Nolte's one demand. Yeah. Only do it. We're doing the 1090 model. <laughs> Anger management style. I'm pre-packaged for syndication. <laughs> Uh, epics 20 episodes 20 yeah. episodes they got no I, I wanted know. to do that show really bad you wanted the Chris Lowell role no oh. I wanted the uh, what's his name the Nick Nolte role uh, yes <laughs> Graves I'm offer only for Graves, Graves? Yeah. Uh, no who'd uh, you want uh, Mr. Skylar Aston oh right yeah 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 Skylar Aston he plays the assistant yeah you're kidding no <laughs> <laughs> I reviewed Graves I think uh, so you watched Graves? I watched whatever they gave me. Uh, I think it was, you know, two to three episodes. Okay. Look, I wrote a whole review of this wow. show I don't remember. Wow. The easy political escapism of Graves. I'm nailing it. Because <laughs> he's like a Republican. That's the joke. Right. He's, he's like, 
the Republican Party is bad. I now realize this. Yeah. He's having like a late in life uh, sort of reawakening. Yes. It was about Trump. Before Trump. Yeah. I guess. Well, it I came know. right as Trump was happening. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a really tough question. How do we talk about this movie? All right. Here we go. <laughs> um, Terrence Stamp. He's been telling these stories. He's okay? very peculiar. Then he dies. He gets ripped into a thousand pieces. His eyeballs get eaten. Uh, yeah. It's, it's an ignominious end for Stampy. give a shit. Yeah, the police were like, I don't know. He it's lost his eyes, whatever. Yeah, yeah an, another old people eye die. That's what they do. Sometimes their eyeballs fall clean out of their socket <laughs> with no blood. dogs are mad and they bite eyes out. Right. Yeah, right. That's what they're... Um, and so Jake... Jake. The Asa Butterfield character. Inconsolable. Yeah, deep sure. in therapy. He looks upset. Very upset. Decides to go to uh, the Welsh countryside with his dad. Because he studied all of his grandfather's papers and he mm. keeps on referencing a home. Right. And also his uh, his grandpa says something like you have to find the loop. Or find, you have the to loop. find the loop. Find the loop. Yeah, and the yeah, standing yeah. stones. In the book, it's a little bit different. Oh, I hate to be the in the book person. No, but like, that's, that's it is different. You know, you're bringing, you're bringing <laughs> yeah. book expertise. Uh, it, he's, his thing is like a lot more cryptic, which I thought was kind of funny in the movie. And how he sort of like, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, sure. In sure. the book, it's like, find the bird in the loop or like something. And, sure. You know, so from just a person who has no idea. And here he's basically like, so you're going to go to Cardiff and then you're going to get on the A395. Yeah. Like, and like, so here's right. a map 12. that I'm going to draw you right. Right. Even though I can't see anything. Loop. Here's a DVD of <laughs> Looper, the movie. <laughs> here's a jeweler's loop. Oh, boy. You look through it to find the loop. I mean, that's like another element of this movie that's like, oh, that's kind of fun in theory that it's like a Brigadoon world sure. that they're like stuck in a day. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Okay, he gets on a boat. He shouts at a peregrine. <laughs> and then Dad, there's I'm a day joking, of antics. Clearly. <laughs> day of antics in Wales with two Welsh rappers, a bunch of dead sheep. Yeah. Um, a pub that where they're mean. Mm-hmm. I don't they're know. Mean. It's kind of gray and grim. A and blind then, man tells him that all the kids died in the house in a bombing. Right, so he's night, like, no I guess no one was here. I guess we should leave. World War II. Oh, this movie also invokes the Nazis a lot in a weird way. Sure. He's like, your grandfather was peculiar. Well, I think, <laughs> that, the, I think the book is kind of you about know, that. Jewish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was what the Polish considered peculiar. Yeah. You know, his, his kind did have to live in a house, a weird house, you know, someone's basement. <laughs> But no, isn't that the book hits this harder? I think, but it the does. movie is it's, sort of there's like a lot of Holocaust that's the explanation for why Terry Stamp is so weird. Is that right. well, he's a Holocaust survivor it's and a coping mechanism. These tales of monsters and right, <laughs> right. you know, it's really just uh, you know, it's uh, an he allegory. was dealing with a certain kind of monster. Maybe to him, they seemed like they mm. ate eyeballs. Um, so the uh, he gets taken through a portal in the cave. Obviously, right. by, he finds him by immediately. Air he goes to the loop. Yeah. I mean, it could just as easily be a mistake that he stumbles upon them. And she's literally like, oh, yeah, Miss Peregrine heard you yelling at her. Uh, so here we go. And, and they're all surprised. They weren't looking for him. It's not like, finally, we've been waiting for you to show up. She's like, he must be dead. Because if he was alive, he would have warned me that you were coming. Exactly. Um, but we've heard she, so much about you. What he doesn't tell her, uh, which maybe he could have, is uh, his eyes were eaten out of his skull. Any insight on that? Because that <laughs> remains the most mysterious aspect of the uh, death. What he does tell this her is pretty normal. I don't know. What he does tell her is, "Wow, this place is incredible." Yeah. What he does tell her is, uh, "Like, do you guys have like a bathroom?" I've never seen a... so many peculiar children. I can't believe it. <laughs> I've only so, seen like two or three at a time, not like twenty. Yeah. You have two sack boys. 
The Sack wow. Twins. <laughs> now, the Sack Twins are not in the book, correct? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think there are little twins, but I don't think they do what the Sack Twins I was looking, do. I was looking... <laughs> It, does the book have photos in it? You it have does, the book yeah. Can I, yeah. Can I do a little leaf and the through the photos? The photos are the look, coolest part of the book. That right. thing. I know it was inspired by photos. Oh, but there are a lot of... Okay. It's fun. They break up the action, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would have... God, this so would have been my jam. I thought it looks the design cool. of yeah. some of the peculiar children was kind of interesting. I mean, the sure. fact that they're all just white yeah, people. There, oh, there you are. So they're not really boring. characters, but the imagery. They have like some of the yeah. photos. I like, think they don't have, have like, anything to the them movie. other than their yeah. thing. Yeah, it seems like the well, who, dog body. Like, per- dog body. Kid is like <laughs> you see how someone brings in these photos and goes, but Tim Burton's doing it. Yeah, and you're like, sure, a hundred million dollars. But that's the thing where I'm like, in 2002, I'm like, sure, a hundred million dollars. In 2016, I'm like. Is Tim thinking about doing anything else? But I guess we should acknowledge this is post Big Eyes. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's his classic thing of like, well, I tried to do something else and uh, they didn't like it. So I guess I'll do uh, Tim Burton bullshit. I'll do Tim Burton X-Men. Right. That's what it feels like. But who's your favorite look, Ben? You were saying you like the looks? Well, I just, I my favorite is the girl with the... Um, mouth behind yes, her head right. she's yeah. great that's i love good. her and i thought that was such a cool design but there's literally nothing to the character she like has nothing one, to do one uh, thought i she had can eat a turkey leg well one thought i had is what if the mouth behind her is like another personality that's like like Ooh. a venom or something you know like <laughs> uh, like i would be funny that would be a sure. funny dynamic cute no. girl and like weird dark deep I think voice the whole sure. dynamic is just she doesn't want people to see her weird head mouth back yeah. mouth uh. yeah right I think it is called a back mouth in the book. There's like a term yeah, for it. Oh gosh, she's got a back there's, mouth. There's a, this guy. Mm. Got a back mouth. Mm. He does. It's, it's just like such a brutal mix of like, this film has no urgency and they hired an actor who was like, can we slow things down a little <laughs> bit? Uh, who have we got? We've got, come on, a big carrot girl. We have, she can make things, uh, plants big. Lung lady. Lungs, uh, air, air, air girl, She seems fire to be girl. constantly f- in a like a like like she's just consciously floating up. Well, she's I don't she's understand. Light. It's the, weird like, that like she's like so she I can control wear, air, but then like helium, if she doesn't guess, wear the shoes, yeah. she'll float away forever. Yeah, right. Uh, that seems weird to me. She like, she's in the column air. of air at all. She time. has to wear yeah. the iron boots from Ocarina of Time. Okay. Um, then you, hey, you hey, fire girl. That's a good pull. I agree. Thank, Thank you for that, David. Thank you, you. You have the dream projector boy, who much like Ben is into fashion. Um, another one where I'm like, immaculate well, he when, when he's introduced, he also looks I'm like, like a little person. I'm like, stop, like yeah. stop, too many. Stop. No, I want to know more about this kid. Oh, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like, there's mouth girl. And it's like, what she, well, she eats tu- turkey legs with her yeah. mouth. Okay. What, what's this kid? Oh, he can see the future and project it. <laughs> I don't, let's check in with him more often. For sure. You know, cause Ava Green is like, it takes her a fucking week to be like, wait, you said some his eyes were taken out? Oh, that's actually a thing with us. We, You should have, you know, maybe brought that up. <laughs> this movie feels like it's on Ambien, where it literally, like, the <laughs> movie itself has delayed reaction times. Where yes. it's like, wait, wait a second, wait a second. What was the thing you were saying about your dad? Because <laughs> Peregrine... <laughs> well, I remember, like, four scenes ago yeah, where right, we right. didn't follow up on that line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, this movie... Because the, um, Peregrine's whole vibe uh, is like, it's chill here. Very chill. calm. To a fault. We have dinner, we go on a walk, <laughs> and then before the bomb drops on us, we all <laughs> Put on our gas mask and turn back yeah, time. Look, now we're stuck in a damage. nightly nightmare. <laughs> yeah, right. We, we're perpetually stuck in the rise of the Nazis exactly. and a bombing, but we don't worry and about it. And when some it. kids are like, hey, I'm stressed out. I'm right. eternally 13 and this is scary. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, why are you talking so loud at dinner when we're trying to eat our big carrot? 
Right, somehow this house is like the goth Margaritaville, where everyone's like, just chill out, lay back, eat a turkey leg. We're in no rush. Oh, wait, you have to go catch a bird. Yeah. Go do that, and then you can come back and sit around, yeah, I guess. Hey, mellow out, man. So uh, there's the twins. Is there anyone else that I'm forgetting? There's the plant girl from Sky High. There's the strong yeah. girl. She's small, but strong. She's oh, strong. yeah, she's strong. Bronwyn. She's um, a bigger character in the book, too. She does um, more stuff. Pixie and then, Davis. Um, uh, whatchamacallit? There's a, a naked invisible boy. Oh, a yeah. really weird running gag, which is that he's constantly naked. <laughs> We're like, put on some fucking clothes. Well, my problem is <laughs> dick just rubbed up against me. <laughs> my problem is not that he's naked. You're it's 12. When, he, when he sits on the couch, I'm like, put a towel down. Yeah, something. There's like, a part where on. he's like bouncing yes. on the couch. Like, that's a naked boy yeah. bouncing on a couch. That's weird. Um, but this is the thing. It's like the, the, the movie occasionally will have a note like that where you're like, this is a little weird. Like, this is a little R rated <laughs> right. for like the eyes, especially. Yeah. And you know, I don't know how many PG-13 movies have people eating eyes. Not many. That would have scared the bejesus out of yeah. Exactly. If I'm eight years old and I'm seeing this, I'm like, excuse me no. to right. like a pile of eyes. That they're like, <laughs> right. Like that. That feels like some like return to Oz shit. <laughs> right. Right. There's something else too where I was like, how did they sneak this by? I can't remember what it is though. We've got to keep talking. The what is the official guest? Well, yeah. The Slender Man looking. Where, where Great. Rupert Green. Everett. Butterfield, O'Dowd, Janney, yep. Everett, yeah. uh-huh. Fifth Bill, yes. as the second alias of Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Who has no proper name. No, it doesn't do anything. I mean, no. whatever. Uh, Stamp, uh-huh. and then Purnell. Uh-huh. Then I think it's with Judy Dench and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So there nothing happens for a while. For a long while. There's the I guess there's the um revelation that there's a dead boy upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the bird no who eyes. comes and then they're like, we should give the bird to Miss Peregrine and then go because the right. scene's over. Right. He's like dad. <laughs> right. And she's sort of like feeding the bird sugar water or yeah. something. I guess the idea is the dad loves birds so much that he's happy to stay here. And he believes that his son is just hanging out with other kids with his own Welsh age rappers. in the right time period. And maybe yeah. killing sheep. So he keeps on like extending the trip, which is just like, this feels like a big trip to like chunk out of their lives. He also, know? though, doesn't work and he's an alcoholic. Yeah, right. And the is movie doesn't put judgment on that he has no or will really to live. do anything about that. Right. They're Kim just kind Dickens of showing is the mom you. and they Dickens, can very yeah. clearly say like, right. Kim oh, I can't leave my job. Right. Yeah, yeah. You have to go take him. Just two, three lines. If, um, I, if I were Kim Dickens sending Chris O'Dowd and Asa Butterfield off to a Welsh countryside, I'd be like, you cannot murder suicide each other. Right. Because both of you seem to hate being alive. You have no will to live. Yeah, sort of like Wide Awake. Yeah. Dennis Leary. Yeah. Yeah. He trudges around that movie like he's yeah. a, like basically like, where did I put the gun that I was going to shoot myself with? Like, you know, he's like need, checking drawers. Like, is it here? I need to catch Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, eventually mm-hmm. we get an explanation on what hollow ghasts are. Sure, yeah. And who killed Terrence Stamp? After Very she's late. like, we, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, he's like asking a bunch of questions. She's like, mm, you've the rules of my house are my quota has boring. been filled. Exactly. For the day. Right. <laughs> she's a little too chill, Ugh. but she is kind of Professor Xy because yeah. Professor X is kind of like that too. He doesn't Where really he, say much. He's but a he real knows control a freak. Lot. Yeah. And then what are holocausts? Slenderman. It, <laughs> it's Slenderman with spike arms. I guess that is the best <laughs> way to like, put it. 
Yeah. yeah. It's like the Cloverfield monster. I mean, they, yeah, right. They're like sort of mid-sized Cloverfield monsters I mean, with a Burton wash. Peregrine, both the book suits. and the movie, really is just like 1940s creepypasta. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially point. how he wrote this book where he was like, I'm going to find like a state Weird sale creepypasta. Creepy I wonder if and then like publish it. I wonder who was the person who was like, "Hey Tim, have you heard of the Slender Man? The new trend sweeping the teens of today." Right. I want to like, make oh, like man. a Slender Man romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you go like not to when like will Slender Man find his Slender Woman. Not to to <laughs> overpraise Johnny Depp, right? But in the early stages, great start of- to any <laughs> sentence. Okay, uh, everyone out. <laughs> Not talking about Johnny Depp. In the early part of his career, the reason why they worked so well together was that Johnny Depp was also so afraid of playing generic leading man roles, uh-huh. so that he would sort of play against the hump yeah. of uh, you know, especially something like Sleepy Hollow, where you're like, okay. on paper, that character could be like really boring, and he comes up with his own like energy and characterization for it. Fair, and he. Tim Burton, there are parts of his career, worked with so many, like, actors who came out of, like, sketch comedy and things like that, you know? Okay. Where it's like he wanted people who could make, like, creative acting choices. Like, unexpected acting choices. Comedic sure. actors even for dramatic parts. And then in this, you're just like, why isn't anyone trying to be funny? Why isn't anyone trying to shade anything? Put any dimensionality into it, you know? I don't know. Because Tim Burton's not a very connected director anymore, and he wasn't engaged with this project. Well, yeah. I mean, sorry, but is this like, just a paycheck project? Maybe. I mean, the buck stops there, right? It's like sort of like, what are you doing, he bro? Have so much money that's just like, I just feel like maybe he's just like, I don't know, I want to get out of the house for a couple of days. <laughs> it feels that way. Right? He shot in yeah. London, where he lives or lived. Um, right, and uh, I mean, you know, if uh, you believe the reports around this time, he's dating Eva Green. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He Dark and Helen Shadows Bar- is the, Carter uh, have split up. Dark and- Shadows is the baton pass. Right. right is the uh, the rumor. Yeah. Eva. Jeez. You're 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 sort of like, what are you doing, Eva? Yeah. I mean, Tim Burton. I don't know. Maybe he draws you a hollow ghast. Like, <laughs> will you be my Valentine? I don't know. Little hard eyes. The hollow ghast looks like some Tim Burton concept art. Yeah. That he had in his notebook. Right. right. Sam Jackson certainly looks like Tim Burton concept art. <laughs> it. I hate the concept of the hollow guests because the concept is that they are peculiars. They're peculiars. But Sam Jackson wanted to do an experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the experiment? To live a long time. I guess. Yeah. But, and it's like, it was one of those experiments where it's like, this is either going to make us live a long time or, or we're going to turn into a 15 foot tall slender man with spiky teeth. Look, you go risk versus <laughs> right. reward. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah. Isn't, it, then, isn't it better to know yeah, than to got, yeah, spend I mean, your whole life wondering? wondering. <laughs> then Miss right. Peregrine's like, but of course, then he figured out if you eat eyes, you turn back into a person, except you have like white eyes. Yeah. What kind of trial and error process were the <laughs> monsters going through here where they were like, is it the spleen? Which part? Nope. How many people were involved in the experiments? How many holocausts are there? It, I just don't like a world that doesn't make sense. You know I like rules. You love mm-hmm. rules. And these are bad rules. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. And if you were like, well, the movie's not that concerned with rules, but it's such a thrill ride. It's a tight 90 minutes. Sure. <laughs> full of visual inventiveness, <laughs> a fun comic energy. You'd be like, fine, it is what it is. It is not what it is. No. It's Two hours and seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. It feels like five hours. It feels longer. Yes. Yeah, when I saw the running time, Alexander Platts. Peregrine Alexander Yeah. When you saw the running time. I was like, oh, it's only 127 minutes. I thought it was like 
a hundred and yeah, two yeah. hours and a half. Hundred twenty-seven like, hours. Like I remember it just dragging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I did watch it when I was wedged in a boulder, so maybe <laughs> that was part of <laughs> which might have. Yeah, no one would enjoy a movie in that situation. No. Um. So, uh, he gets found out. Yeah. He basically brings Everett, Everett's been sort of tailing him. They right. bring he brings the bad guys back to right. the house. But I mean it's sort of not his fault because he would he had been masquerading as Alice and Janney. But it's also one of these movies where you go, like, why is any of this happening now? Right. Mm-hmm. Like they have been so comfortably like living in this loop for decades. And of course, like every once in a while, someone loses a couple eyes. <laughs> Right. But like this movie like doesn't go like this is the final showdown. Like it has come to a head. You've arrived just in time. The war is about to begin. No. It's like if you want to stick around, then maybe you'll be able to help us fight some of these things off. Sometimes they come. Samuel Jackson entering, it literally is sort of like an annoying house guest. Right. Mm Because Eva Green's sort of like, I see. Yeah. (laughs) She keeps like talking over him and his expression is so strange. I couldn't figure out like what he was feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Well. He has these white eyes, too, which are kind of throwing you off. <laughs> it looks it's good. I think he looks pretty good. I think Sam is fun. He's and fun he's delivering like the lines. Sharp with some, yeah, his he's teeth. got a sharp yeah. teeth. His blade hands. Um, his but, hands. But he's sort of doing this thing where he's, like, really hung up on how, like, look, I was going to get Terrence Stamp's address. Yeah. This address out of him the old-fashioned way, but my colleague ate him. And you're like, who cares? And he's like, I just want to be clear. I'm more of a finesse guy, and then I have <laughs> this monster around right. that eats people. He's doing the and good then cop. He got it again in a second scene. He's doing the good cop, eye eating cop routine. Yeah, exactly. Where it's Look, like, I like to just sit down, <laughs> cup of coffee, talk. My partner here, he might eat your eyeballs. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to eat your eyeballs, but later? Yeah. Like, I, I don't. And then he keeps going. I'll wine like, and dine you before I eat your eyeballs. He keeps going, like, children, get over here. And Eva Green's like, absolutely not. You'll never speak to my children that way. Children get over here. That's like a whole extended bit. Yeah. Asa Butterfield's just sort of standing there. He's standing. But you hear all these stories. I mean, I don't want to just like keep on harping on it, but it it does come down to this thing of just like, you know, different directors. I feel like it's always interesting when like people ask the dumb sort of like mirror Rorschach test question directors where it's like, what do you think is most important that a director does? Yeah. Because some directors will be like, it's all about performance. Mm. Some directors will be like, I hire actors to do what they want to do. I'm about creating the environment and the world or whatever, you know? Like the Coen brothers always say, like, it's just tone management. Directing is making sure everything is syncing up on tone. But a lot of it, I think, is truly just energy. Mm -hmm. Like you feel the energy of the filmmaker and the energy they're putting into the film when they're working on it and when you edit it together. And you hear all these stories where, like, directors say, like, the first time you watch your first assembly cut, of any movie, you think you're a fraud, it's a disaster, and you want to retire. (laughs) Because it's like filled with all this dead space or all these scenes you don't need. It's shapeless. It doesn't have any sort of like pepper rhythm to it. And this movie feels like he watched the first cut and he was like, yeah, so we can print this. Slap a score on it. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) And even like Elfman's kind of like apathetic to it. It's not Elfman. It's not? Who is it? Who is it? Mike Higgum and Matthew Margeson. Right. Right. They are, they're Zimmer acolytes. From Cairnholm themselves. Yeah. So they're only. (laughs) Yeah, right. They're They're two peculiar children, actually. (laughs) They're they're the twins. They're only two birds without Elfman scores. It's uh, Ed Wood because they got in a fight after Nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to play Jack Skellington and they only let him do the songs and Chris Sarandon, of course. 
uh, was Oscar nominated for his turn Best Actor as Jack Skellington. Uh-huh. So then they get in a fight and Howard Shore does the Ed Wood score, which is great. Why doesn't Elfman do this movie? I mean, this I mean, maybe he was like, busy with like more important shit. Like he's doing else? the Dumbo score. It's not doing? like they're in right. a fight now. Like, but also when you read interviews with the two of them, I think we all like we all like the Burton heads. Like you me, and a few other people, right? right. Yeah. Want to believe that like these guys were like best buddies? No. And apparently they're like, yeah, you know, well, like I think uh, when he has a new film, he calls me and I come in and I do what I can. Well, but that's the other thing about Burton is he's kind of like. Get everyone that I usually work with. Right, Colleen. I mean, Bruno Delbanel shot this. He's a great cinematographer. Uh-huh. And I don't know how many times he has worked with Burton. Now, before. like six or seven. I mean, is, he, is he starts many? with Big, big Foot, Fish. Big Foot. Why couldn't I say that? He didn't shoot Big Fish. He didn't? No. Who shoots Big Fish? I don't know. A fish or something? I think it's Bruno Delbanel. I don't think so. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Look it up, Davy. Look it up. Davey. Uh, Philippe Rousselot, another oh. Frenchman. Okay, that's why I was getting confused. Um, no, he shot... Um, right, because... Dark Shadows. Yeah. And then Big Eyes, and then this. Okay. He didn't shoot Dumba, though. So it was a three-film collaboration. Rousselot shot the, the the couple before that. He's into, sure. like, his French... Uh, sure. Uh, sort of Jeunet type. Well, that's the thing, is, like... Right. Delbanel shot Emily. Um, I'm right. sure Burton was like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, who's shooting? Ben Davis is shooting Dumbo. Wait, why the fuck didn't Elfman do this movie? Was I don't it just know. he I might mean, have been busy? He, quote, he did a Age of Ultron, like Mighty you know. Wind, due to complete lack of interest. Um, I'm f- trying to find out. Composer around this time, he God, he works a lot. Are you talking to Elfman? Elfman, fuck. He was doing a the Blacklist score for one episode. That's why he couldn't do this Peregrine's peculiar job. He did Age of Ultron. The year before, he did four scores. Okay. End of the tour. Four scores? When was this? Seven years ago? Mm-hmm. Woo! That was good. I thought the same thing. <laughs> you Are you go. going to give him a good card? Is there give some kind of... Card. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find one of these. Yeah, here we go. Here's a good card. This is just a Valentine's Day card. <laughs> <laughs> Will you um, be mine? Gladly. Great. Thank you for yeah, asking. Of course, I need one. A few days later, like a week late, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, it's cool. It's fine. He did the end of the tour, Fifty Shades of Grey, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Goosebumps. I mean, four classics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in 2016, he did Before I Wake, Alice Through the Looking Glass. So he's busy with the non-Burton right. Alice and Girl on the Train. Shrug. Maybe just apathy. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Hey, what if a girl uh, I mean, was um, on a train? What, what if there was a wife? What mm. if there was a... Could you put in a walnut crack? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I came up with this on the Reddit, but I want to announce it here. Did you see this? Go ahead. Someone was asking if Jonathan Price's walnut is a blender. No, you're right, and it's not. It's, it's the, opposite. the opposite. It's what you think is a blender, but then it it's actually crucial. You're like, this right? is a plot detail? <laughs> yeah, right, the walnuts matter? Right, so the piss jar in BVS is a walnut. <laughs> That's a walnut. The right. walnut and the wife is a walnut. At first it seems like a pointless character quirk, and then it ends up being an important, quote-unquote, part of the story. Sure. But it's maddening. Emma Stefanski. Yes. It's time for you to weigh in the wife. <laughs> I hey, watched it. Con, do you do you take get this the ring. marriage? Get the ring, Stefanski. <laughs> I'm never getting married because of the wife. Because of the wife, you don't want to end up like that. I don't want to be that. I mean, it is true that all wives are like that. What all wives write books for their husbands so it, that their husbands can put their name on. It's it's. I mean, honestly, it's that's a barbaric tradition. Yeah. Sure, it is. Western society is really broken. <laughs> yes, truly. 
Uh, yeah, that God. movie's bad. I'm it's just really Chapa. bad. That was funny. I'll what? talk the wife with Chapo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> wife, wife episode, wives only. <laughs> um, so the wife. No, I just remember you were watching it recently. And I watched me that it's it. It's a piece of shit. It's boring. Uh, I was talking to better Hoffner or worse than Peregrine. It. Um, better than Peregrine because the wife is short. The wife is like is the wife short? Ninety minutes, something like that. 90, well, I mean, what like five one, five two? How how tall is Glenn? <laughs> the wife is an hour and forty one minutes, and Glenn Close. Is a sturdy five five. Whoa, a tall wow. lady. How tall is Ava Green, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in person? Uh, she is five six. So she's got an inch on her. <laughs> I remember meeting a kid at a, at a high school party who told me that Eva Green was his babysitter growing up, and it Whoa. actually made me angry. Was it a French kid? <laughs> no, he was like my mom is like French, and she was like living in New York for right, a little while, right, right, right. and so he was like, oh, you can like live with us and be a babysitter. Like, Hello. Yeah. I can't do her. She has a very specific American accent. Like, you know, well, she English does speaking. the sort of right British she yeah, kind she's of affected, got that sort of right. James Bond. I can't do yes. James Bond. Welcome um, home. You gotta put some fry in that. Vesper. Vesper. Um I love Ava Green. She I covered yeah, I remember the, the golden compass red uh red carpet. The mm-hmm. golden compass red carpet. The golden yeah. carpet. Uh, I was she was just one of those people where I was like my god like she <laughs> looks like that in real life like I can't believe it your eyes kind of is she's she, like so striking is she your number one like that celebrity really is stunning in person 100% who, who would yours be you know who my be? number two is do you have someone where you're like wow they who Colin Firth <laughs> where I was like Jesus this guy's like more charming in person yeah. Like, I can't believe it. I'm getting lost in him. There's that thing where you meet certain <laughs> yes. celebrities or you see them in person and between their like charisma and their looks, you're like, you actually don't even come across that well on screen. <laughs> right, you're, you're losing like, something you're in translation. Up. Right. Clooney is someone like that. I mean, I, like, he is like a movie star. You know who's weirdly that for me? Who? James McAvoy. Oh, I was in an elevator with James McAvoy once and I was like, wait a second, this is the most charming guy I've ever seen. <laughs> he was like, oh, I don't know. The guy was popping so on, hard guy. and all he was doing was hitting a button in the elevator. I was just in wanted. <laughs> right. And so he's one of those guys where you're like, oh, you're like kind of like really hot, actually. Like your eyes are stunning infinity pools. Not getting that get out of here. Yeah. Do you have an answer? I don't think I've ever talked to like a hot person before. I don't, oh, oh well. come, come on. Three hotties in this <laughs> what room. What are you talking about? Three Hello? the classic hunks. I meant Three like, the classics. Like a, so like like a super, super actor. Slow. I mean, let's see. Well, I do have the one interaction I've had with Kit Harrington where he walked into a hotel during TIFF and there was a like a standee poster of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he pointed to it and looked at me and was like, that's me. <laughs> and then he left the room. Which is what I would do. That? Rules. It was really sweet, yeah. I was like, oh, you're so cool. Uh, he's very tiny, right? He's pretty he's short, He's a little yeah. boy. Because you're a tall person. I am. I'm taller I'm than him, for sure. I've heard he's smaller than me. Really? Yeah. He looks like a tall guy. He's I think because he's like proportioned. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Rachel McAdams I had that with. Uh-huh. Where I was just like, oh, you, you photograph poorly. <laughs> like I think you're a beautiful person. Did when you I yell see at her like, movies. "Why are you so unattractive in movies?" <laughs> yeah. Do you know how gorgeous you are? I was. Just, I just called up every cinematographer who had ever worked with her, and I was like, "What are you doing wrong?" I've just had a lot of interactions with actors where I'm like, "Oh yeah, in person you look like a little bird. Like you look like right. this sort of like mm. very fragile, small thing." Right. And you're like, and they're they are all really small. Yeah. They're small. They're small people. Right. When I meet a tall celeb, I'm like, Jesus Christ. You're really tall. Yeah, I mean, you're taller. The two of you are taller than like everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> Who's tall? Liam Neeson. 
The scars guards are tall. The scars guards are tall. Schwarzenegger's Sigourney very tall. Sigourney is tall. Yeah. Um, Sigourney's like six one, right? I don't know. Jesus. I think Are we just doing like hike cast Gwendolyn now? Christie's yeah, tall. I don't know what. You want to keep talking about Miss Peregrine? <laughs> they go to Blackpool. There's some sort of a fight. Yeah, yeah, I think EDM that part's circus. Fun. <laughs> that part was fun. <laughs> Vince Vaughn, 6'5". Oh. Vince Vaughn's big. He's and very you know big. Yeah. You know what Vaughn is un, uh, pretty good in this year? Uh, fighting with my family. Fighting with my family. Mm. My Playing it very low key, like not doing the Vince Vaughn stuff. I feel like True Detective Somehow, like, sapped him of, like, old Mellowed school Vince yeah. Vaughn. Yeah, it's, like, gone. I kind of like this new phase of, like, between that and, like, Hacksaw Ridge of Vince Vaughn being, like, I'm just going to be the pill. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to be the sort of, like, verbal antagonist for these characters rather than doing, like, the cool guy Rat Pack thing. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad my dad and Bromley saw fighting uh, with my family because my dad loves wrestling. Sure. And, uh, sounds good. Uh, they were like, this looks like a nice father-daughter movie, which they never do that anymore. That's nice. And they Aww. both came out and they were like, yeah, the movie's a mess. Vince Vaughn's really good in it. <laughs> yeah, the movie is unfortunately not that good. Um, it has Florence Pugh and she's so fucking great. That was the other thing. And right. it just keeps like kind of like being like, but let's check in with this other stuff. And I'm like, not interested. Where's Florence? <laughs> yeah. Bring it back, please. Like, Excuse when they're like, me. what about her brother, though? He really suffered because he didn't become a wrestler. I'm like, I came here for the movie about the person who became a wrestler. So, uh, end of line for you, kid. End uh, of line. Yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah, looks good. Oh, my God. It's also just like an ad for WWE, though. That's the other problem. The whole movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though it was written and directed by Stephen Merchant. Like, so it's like, weird. yeah, very strange. Okay, so Miss Peregrine turns to a bird, goes in the cage, and she goes off. Right. And the kids decide they're going to save her. But first, they have to deal with one of those fucking monsters. They kill the monster. He's really bad. shooting it the, in the head with a really crossbow. He's really bad with a crossbow. The, as the it takes bomb him falls like four, on the house. Yeah, it takes like four or five times, <laughs> whatever. The house blows ability. up. The loop closes. Right. Uh, they go into the sunken ocean liner. The girl summons it out of the ocean. Yeah. I'm they trying to just get us through voyage. this. Has Judy Dench still not come in at this point? Oh, right. She's she came there. in and then she dies pretty quickly. Almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, she gets yanked out the window. Right. It's, it's <laughs> almost like if that was done as like a comedic thing. I mean, it's not funny, but it's yeah. just like there's nothing to it. She's like, she's like, kids, lock up. Lock the doors, the windows. Okay, we're safe. Right. And then she just gets pulled out. <laughs> yes. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, okay. They go to the fucking pier. Yeah. And then we have that fun little moment of them fighting and actually doing something in this universe that's kind of interesting Uh, somewhat. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of was uh, I like came of age when like the Spiderwick Chronicles were super, Mm -hmm. super big. Sure. Um, And Nickelodeon made the movie of them. And they basically just like mashed all the books together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is a... Not a good approach. Bad, no, bad no. idea. Yeah. And the movie sucks. That's what they always used to do, though. They'd be like, well, we don't know if we're going to make a franchise. Right. We don't like franchises. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put all the books into right. one movie. Right. Uh, and then but. the end of the book is just, or the end of the movie is just like them, the kids are like, the monster's like allergic to tomatoes or something. I vividly remember they put a bunch of tomatoes in a blender and like use it as a weapon. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Which does not happen the, in the, the books. The, um, what's and it I was very disappointed. We were just talking about it. The, Lemony Snicket. Uh, yeah, that, that's the first three. three in I one. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is why that movie is sort of episodic and. Yeah, I still kind of like that movie, but it doesn't have an ending. It looks okay. I don't. like It that looks movie. amazing. Yeah. Give it Who some credit. Who directed it? Uh, Brad Silberling. 
That seems like an issue. <laughs> Director of the Incredible. So a bunch Casper. of people in 2016 see bones, wet yeah. bones, come to life. Did he put a heart into the bones? I don't know. Yeah, it they have matter. like entrails. You see it in one like little second. I literally feel like I'm falling asleep. <laughs> just trying. I'm well, like, also it sounds like you were an insomniac who tried to watch Miss Peregrine last night. I was, but I'm also like it on my birthday, nonetheless. <laughs> but uh, no after less. watching Alita. Yes, right. In yeah, right. 4DX. Like, I got, Hello. like, Alita to my corner. I was like, and this movie. And you watched movie. Alita in 4DX at, like, 10.45 p.m. Correct. or whatever. I saw right. a late night. <laughs> Happy birthday, Alita, to me. Yes. I was fair. raging in 4DX, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me just go home, go to sleep, watch Peregrine in the morning. Right. Couldn't fall asleep. I was like, well, this thing will definitely put me to sleep. Right. And instead, it felt like Chinese water torture. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I'm tired. And then, but then, like, it's like, Ugh. not right. But then right. here I am in my head trying to remember the plot of the film and just trying to play it back in my mind is almost putting me to sleep. I literally right. could fall asleep on this table right now. Right. For a super long movie, not really that much happens. Very little. I feel like our plot recap has not been. That's why I truly think long. you could do a 95 minute version of this movie that wouldn't feel chopped down. It, also, yeah. it wouldn't feel like Jonah Hex. Our recap. No. <laughs> it would feel like this is the natural length of this film. We cut out the five minutes of pausing in between each movement. In between each line yeah. written by take Asa a Butterfield. Right. <laughs> um, Dad, yeah, listen. The, the Blackpool thing, which like Blackpool is like not that dynamic location. It's like England's Jersey Shore. It's right. like, it's a boardwalk. Like That's what I kind of like. about. Sure. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Um, what do they do instead of fist bump? People at the Jersey Shore fist bump. They do? Dude. All right. You don't know about the Jersey Shore universe. GTL. Yeah. Jim uh, T. Laundry. There you go. That's how it works in Blackpool. Jim T. Laundry. Jim at Blackpool, oh, you just was, I was doing I was doing, oh, I was doing a mapping it. game. Thank you. Thank you. David, thank you. Thanks, David. Thank you. David, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, David. No, and, uh, hold on. Thank you. Actually, we missed a really important detail. How do you know so much about this? What is it? Blackwater? God, that speaks oh, to how Blackpool. boring this movie is that we've been talking about. <laughs> the English countryside for an hour and a half, and we didn't even have the energy to set that up. We've said London multiple times. So many times. London. I'm from London. I've, lo oh, I've lost I the will there. to bit. This movie has made me lost the will to goof. But so you're excited <laughs> to do Alice in Wonderland tomorrow. Yeah, because Alice in Wonderland at least is like mad in it. It's like a trap. Wonderland is crazy. Right. Whereas this is like a gentleman's four. Right. Right? Like that's what this is. Right. It ends with, I don't fucking know. They, they, they the they, beasts they kill the snow. ghasts. They go down and He talks the... to his grandpa at some point. Well, no, because it's like back. once he once they kill all the guys, <laughs> his grandpa's alive because the guys weren't there to kill his grandpa. Which like it doesn't make sense the loop. because Baron, what's his name is Baron. He's there in their time now after having been. It's true. In Florida. It doesn't so make sense. Does it wouldn't have impacted it make, the, the timeline? The time loop stuff makes no sense. All. No. Um, it's because stupid. also once the time loop closes, shouldn't they all just like grow a thousand years? I know the it lasts like they the have movie like a few is hours like, of right. You can kind of like <laughs> grace period exactly, which is a bunch of bullshit. And then he goes and talks to his grandpa, Who's and alive. rather than being like, "I fucking 
brought you back to life. This yeah. is huge. I love you. Mm-hmm. Terrence Stamp's kind of like, go get her. Yeah, maybe you should leave and uh, go find Ghost Girl. I mean, that, Air Girl. Yeah. There's like no a montage. Rush, of course. He goes to Japan and has like slicked back <laughs> hair. Yeah, that's the thing. When then he shows up and he's like, you won't believe the journey I had. I went from loop to loop. And I'm like, are the loops portals now? Like, what would someone explain this to me? But this also gets to this thing where like you see these Lay Burton movies and you're like, is the problem that now he's happy and he feels more content and so he can sure. no longer make stories about outsiders with his heart in it or is Tim Burton more depressed than he's ever been <laughs> seems he seems down yeah yeah um I feel like only a depressed person could make a movie like this. yes I mean this film does kind of like next to melancholia it's the second best representation of like physical depression I've ever seen <laughs> yeah um just by mistake like full body in depression. A, in a director <laughs> yeah right um, I've been watching um, Empire Games on Netflix, which is like about ancient civilizations. Okay, and I just watched one about uh, the first emperor of China. Oh, cool! And so they talked about the, the previous dynasties mm-hmm. and how they would burn all of the paper, all of the writings, all yeah. of the culture, like try to tamp that down because right. they're the new, right? We should burn this movie. Yeah, <laughs> every print, everything that exists, yeah, should just not exist. Yeah, I mean, we should get rid of this. Movie Society started its it. downward trend when this movie hit theaters. I don't know if it's that bad, but I just think that <laughs> people across the the world burn burn this to the ground. Maybe we need to go to the Welsh countryside, mm. find the house, great, nice go enough. back in time, right? Kill ransom rigs, right? <laughs> Exactly. Stop the loop. <laughs> and then we get to return back to our present day with this movie never having been made. I don't think that's going to like, what if we did that and then Trump loses? <laughs> like where we're like, that was it? That was the one thing. <laughs> this movie does come out like a month before he gets elected. What? No, correct. it comes on September. Yes, that means you're queuing up my, me for the box office game. <laughs> September 30th, 2016. Right, so this Everyone's movie, favorite weekend. This movie literally comes out five weeks before Trump is elected. Sure. It also comes out uh, number one in the box office with $28 million on its way to 87 domestic. Even like kind of an apathetic box office yeah, result. So like, I don't know. People went, I guess. Right. If it like <laughs> opened to six, you'd be like, wow, that's a flop. And if it opened yeah. to 50, you'd be like, if that overperformed in 28, right. you're like, okay. So it made uh, 87 domestic, but 296 worldwide. His brand is still strong. So, you know, it probably, you know, no one was probably that. Sweating it too much, like it no. probably broke even. I guess. Yes, made no sequel. Certainly no sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um. Number one, number two is also a new movie. Number two is also a new movie. Oh, I believe I know what this is. What is it? Deepwater Horizon. There you go. Didn't even thought, need another clue. People thought they would overperform. People people thought Deepwater Horizon would outgross Peregrine. Is that that oil boy movie? I would have thought that. Yes, and then people oh. were kind of surprised by how little Deepwater made. These are some oily boys. It's true. Deep, you know, the problem was that people are not like, like, you know, like Patriots Day or whatever. It's like, yeah. I get it. He's a cop. I remember that. Like Deepwater Horizon. It's like, you remember the oil thing that blew up? And they're like, I, I tried so. it for you. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like in all the posters, we've talked about it before. was just them like covered in oil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find it now because I love that one of Kirk, Doug, um, uh, Kirk Douglas. Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. What the fuck is the matter Kurt with Doug- me? Yeah. Um, no, but that movie costs like a hundred million dollars. Very expensive. Looks good. Looks really good. Visual I think it's effects a are incredible. Um, but uh, Lone Survivor had done so well. I'm so oily. Yeah. Oily boys. But Lone Survivor is like an America, a proto-American sniper. Right. Like the, that movie doing that well is like a, the an, first a harbinger. sign, the tip. Yeah. Dylan O'Brien. 
I forgot he's in it. I've yeah, got no oil on me. Gina I Rodriguez? saw him on the street a few months ago. How Dylan tall is O'Brien? he? He's not short. Gina. Okay. Not tall. She's Gina. been oiled. Yep. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Dylan was like talking into his Do they AirPods have a character oh, really uh, loudly. poster for just oil? That'd be good if it was just a puddle of oil. <laughs> oil. No, this is the best one. Like a slick on the... Malkovich. Yeah, Malkovich. Puckered mouth. Oil him up. <laughs> Do you think when he walked into the <laughs> studio that day, he was like, oil me up, fellas. Oil me up. <laughs> Look at his pursed lips. He's pursing him. And then Wahlberg. Yeah. I mean, you know. Looks mad that he's oiled. I got oil all over me. Where'd this oil come from? All right, come on. We got another show. Okay, number three. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Oh, is another ben movie. Ben has to record Henry Kissinger's podcast. Uh, what? Number three. Another movie that doesn't exist from this, like, exact moment in time. Yeah. I think a lot of those Trump, like, election movies, you know, movies. Yeah. Right around then, the fall of 2016, people are like, I don't like to think it about it. It was a simpler it. time. We like, were Allied is then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like movies that just got oh, swallowed in. Allied, one of the top 10 films of 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My nominee for best screenplay? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. They're allied. Good. <laughs> screenplay. Movie. <laughs> allied in war, allied in love. Yep. Any other allies there? Uh, we'll slow this down. Allies for the LGBTQ people. <laughs> yes, of course. They, 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 are, they are big allies. <sighs> allies for the peculiars. What, am, <laughs> right. what about the, the plus poster? and LGBTQ plus? There's a P there for peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three. It's a remake okay. of a remake. Like, you know. A star like, is born. It's not a star is born. You can't deny that that's a remake of a remake. I won't deny it. This is all that I can offer. It's a remake of a remake of a remake. Keep going. I'm denying it. What, four? Right. Okay. There's also One Price Hollywood. This is a Um, remake of a remake. Yeah. And um, it stars a bunch of people (laughs) who are famous. Is this Orient Express? No, but you know, you're in that, you're sort of in the zone. So is it based on a book? Mm, I don't think so. Is it a franchise? No. No. So they've just made the story three times, but they never made sequels to either of the previous They have versions. remade a famous movie. Yes. And that famous movie, which is from a long time ago, was itself a remake of a different famous movie. Oh, uh, Casper of Spirit of Beginning. Cor- incorrect. No, the answer's Ben-Hur. Incorrect. That really? Was I was movie. talking that was about a summer that. movie. I remember it being like a last week of August. It's a Western. Sure, but this is the last week of September. Oh, oh I know what this is. Oh, it's Magnificent Seven. It Magnificent the Seven. They united the seven. They united, <laughs> you know, Ethan Hawke and D'Onofrio, and I forget who else is in that one. I was going to ask you, Gun to a Head, if Pratt. you could name two more of the seven. Pratt. Well, I know Pratt, you know, Pratt, Pratt Washington. Washington. I think Sarsgaard's the villain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you've got Luke Grimes and Cam. Jigan Day, if you say Will, his name. Will Byun Lee, is that his name? Yeah, Storm right. Shadow from yeah. G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Yeah, he's in there. Number the best four. movie I've ever watched on a plane. It's so good. I think we don't we You don't think actually... Magnificent Seven is good? No, G.I. Oh. Joe, Rise G.I. Joe, of Cobra. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I, I think we need about. to like start the real like reappreciation of G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. If you Should I do it? watch the G.I. Joe movies and never seen They're them? great. Yeah, they are great. Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to do a summer movie They're going to cross over with Transformers. Really? Oh, really? They want to do it. They've been wanting to do it for are decades. those franchises aligned? Yeah, they're Hasbro. Oh, okay. They're both the same company. They've sometimes done crossovers. But there's like a thing in G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, where they make a suit that makes you run really fast. <laughs> it's like an exoskeleton that like goes like this. So they look like wind-up toys. Cool. It's great. Summers would be so cool In the cool sequel, outfits. Bruce Willis plays G.I. Joe. <laughs> We've talked about this. Yeah, no, I, I've heard of this. Um... Number four is an animated movie. Okay. Just give me the name. Uh, it's September of 2016. Is it a new release or is it a holdover from it's the a summer? It's a holdover. Two weeks old. 
two weeks old, so it's, it's in a, August. It's a bit of a flop, and no, September thirtieth. Oh, right. So it's from early September twenty sixteen. It's a bit of a flop. What's the final domestic total? Seventy two. A bit of a flop. Kind of a flop. But it's also about a flock Ugh. of birds. Ugh. Oh, star- storks? Starks? Yes. Starks. <laughs> Nicholas Stoller's Storks. Yeah, but also co-directed by uh, uh, Doug Sweetland, who is one of the best animators of Pixar, and they never let him direct a feature. He's the the um, Presto guy or whatever it's called. Yep. Uh, is it Presto? Is that what yes, it's called? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And he also did a lot of my favorite animation in Toy Story 2, like Woody's impression of uh, when they play Woody's Roundup. You're a dork. Me? <laughs> yes. But that sounds... Wait, when they play Woody's... I don't remember that. There's a scene where when he's we do like, doing his impression and he comes out and he's out. doing his like, John oh, yeah, Wayne's no, like walking. That. It's and a really the, good piece of character the, animation. Yeah, yes. like tips his hat. Right. Yes, even I remember that. Right. And yes. then Bullseye does the thing where his, right. his saddle slides off. And by the way, I'm not a dork. I like to identify as peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye, I will say Bullseye. Yeah. We stand a legend. You like Bullseye. Bullseye's Because cool. we've been arguing a lot about how just Toy Story doesn't work for you. No, and you just admit that you've never been able to lock into. We were talking about Toy Story TS4. We were talking the four the other no, day. I, and look, you said, I just don't, I don't get these movies. No, 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 no. Come on. I've seen the first <laughs> you one. You were besmirching the good name of Forky. I've seen, well, right. This is what I'm talking about. The new ones. I'm not. The, the new ones. The first one, two. I, yeah. I, well, the first one I saw, I'm sure, a few times. Second one I owned and I've seen many times. American Masterpiece, okay. It's film. certainly the best one. And then the third the one best I saw one, one of movies. Speaking of, uh-huh. number five. Number five. At the box office is, uh, let me just check my notes. Oh, yeah, the greatest film ever made. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's my clue. I cannot wait to take and a nap. And I know exactly birds, what this film is. I, I wish you hadn't given me yeah, the clue. He knew. <laughs> because he knew. I knew from greatest film. And of course, the film is called Sully. That's right. And How you, I spent my Valentine's Day. I was about to say, didn't you recently rewatch Sully? My girlfriend was sick. We were staying in for Valentine's really Day. Really holding back. You can't back. say anything Ugh, about it. I know. You can't say anything about it. And we were looking through my movie collection. And I was in, I was taking a shower. She was looking through my movie collection. Sure. And I was like, what do you want to watch? And she was like, I don't know. I'm up for anything. And I was scrolling through. And I was like, I'm going to make a joke that's not really a joke. I'm going to say, well, like, well, of course, the best thing for when you're sick is to watch a little Sully. And she's like, wait, seriously? Because I, okay, I was going to say it, but then I was going to couch sure, it as sure, a joke because sure, I thought sure. that you owned it ironically. And I was like, um, I once had a conversation <laughs> with freedom you. Freedom is spelled S-U-L-L-Y. <laughs> Let's wave the flag, my friend. I once had your conversation, a conversation with your girlfriend at a loud bar where I was like, basically like, like Sully, it fucking rules. I love Sully. And she was like. Not a good movie. Don't like it. Yes. And, I was, and like we were doing this for like five minutes. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I realized she was talking about Tully. She was talking about Tully. <laughs> it was a loud bar. And, she and then I was like, Tully, um, Tully, I could yeah, take we her like, oh, no, yeah. We all agree like, about Tully, yeah, but wait like, a second. Sully, fuck. <laughs> uh, she was so into uh, Sully. And I was just like, this is the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> Sully is You see best. me and you see Sully. <laughs> yes. Brace the for the moment where she turned to me and she's like, the final set piece of this movie is them watching a simulation four times. And I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, birds. I've never seen Sully. Oh my God. I'm sorry. This, that's actually I had to come clean. Ben, erase this episode. Ben, get the Cue Sully, DVD. Sully on the DV. We're going to sit here and watch it live. You have five <sighs> minutes. 
damn it. I'm going to put it on like that is times 100 office. speed. <laughs> Some so other good. movies we had masterminds. I mean, re- a real movies that don't exist zone right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I actually didn't forget. I did not know that Storks was a movie. Storks. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like a very well advertised Pixar short. Bridget Jones's Baby. Remember when there was a third <laughs> yeah. Bridget Jones movie? Yeah. It just sort of came out. Yeah. Um, she had a baby. I guess so. <laughs> you gotta uh, tell that story. Snowden? Yeah. That's another one that oh. doesn't exist. Is that that's, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. Of course. He never, completed, he never completed his trilogy. Unnecessary remakes by fallen from greatness American <laughs> directors of documentaries that won the Oscar. So you've got The Walk in Snowden. You're saying he should do he a third one? He needs one more. Close it out, baby. Yeah, what are some recent Academy Award winners for documentary? Let's find the next Joseph Gordon. Like it, it, yeah, yeah, the exactly. other part of the, the trilogy is... And it has is, to be directed by a fallen director. Right. Like the other a, part of the trilogy is he puts way too much effort into the accent. It's distracting. Exactly. Because right. his Snowden voice is also really weird. Well, I don't see him playing... The government is spying on us. <laughs> I don't see him playing Amy Winehouse, but if he did Icarus, he could maybe be like Lance Armstrong or whatever, right? Like I know sure, there was already a Lance Armstrong been there movie. And yeah. He put a lot on it. <laughs> he did. He's actually trying in that movie because that movie kind of has he nothing to do. He was like, I had to take the performance enhancing drugs. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> that any other actor does it, but I don't know any other way I to act. I removed one of my testicles. Really. <laughs> How about uh, March of the Penguins? He plays a penguin. What uh, else do we have in the last couple of years? Amy, Icarus. OJ Made in America, uh, Citizen 4, 24 Star Searching for Sugar Man. Could he be Sugar Man? Could he play Sugar Man. <laughs> Is that, how would that go over? <laughs> Not well, you're saying? Mm. Uh, we've got something. Inside Job. Remember that one? The yeah. financial documentary. Yeah. Hello, it's me, Sugar Man. <laughs> I've heard you've been searching for me. For me. <laughs> you just wanted to bust out your JGL. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're. Uh, fine. I like writing songs, but I just do it for myself. I don't even care if people buy the albums. Hit record. Um, Hit record, Joe. <laughs> Hit record, Joe. Um, we did it. We talked about fucking Miss Peregrine, and next week we'll talk about Dumbo. We did it, and I can't wait to take a nap. I'm so proud of you, Dumbo. Next week. I mean, how do we feel? Like this is, uh, you know. We still got a couple Burtons left to do, but we've been in this zone for a couple months now. Yeah. This film's a low point. You know, I'd say it this sure is maybe is. his second. I, I don't know. It's one of those things where you go like, it's better than Alice in Wonderland and that's less egregious, but also it's so much less compelling to watch. Right. If Planet of the Apes is definitely bottom of, of the barrel, things. this is either It's better two than the two movies you just named. Or three from the bottom. I think it's third from bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and you it's know. his most recent film, so it speaks poorly. Right. And who knows? Maybe Dumbo will fucking rock the house. And we'll all be laughing. You know what? I think I... No, I do like Dark Shadows better than this. Because we're recording this in February. So there aren't even any early reviews of Dumbo. Yeah. I like Dark Shadows better than this. No question. No question. Dark Shadows is a mess, but it has like... The problem with Dark Shadows is it doesn't make a decision about what movie it wants to be. But at least has five different ideas of what movie it could be. I'm very intrigued to find out what your Burton rankings are going to be, in fact. Interesting. You know what I mean? Because actually, yeah. it's a lot of movies. There's yeah. a lot of potential for variants. What's your favorite, Burton, Emma? Um, probably Edward Scissorhands. It's a good call. I love that movie. Commonly Gentleman. <laughs> snip, snip. Snippy snips. I also ben. love Big Fish. I've never cried so hard. Yeah, oh, I've cried at Big Fish. Yep. It, it, it gets me every time. You gotta catch the fish. I gotta catch With that the big crying. fish. You gotta reel it in. Ben, um, yeah. You have more Burtons to record with us. But yes. this is the last Burton you're going to have to do uh, for the listeners. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Final thoughts? Yeah. So over it. 
So over it. Ben's so, gonna love our next. So I, you're looking forward to Penny Marshall. You like the change of pace of Penny Marshall. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I've I love the early Burton. Sure, like they're masterpieces. Yeah. They're they're they were they're nostalgic for me as as being a young person. I remember seeing right. them. But man, he he's got to stop. I don't know. Maybe Dumbo <laughs> will be good. Yeah. I hate all his late period movies. I've hated. I'm Big Fish is like you know. I was on the fence re-seeing it recently. Yeah. But then from there, I have a feeling I'm going to hate Alice in Wonderland and Charlie and the fucking Chocolate Factory. I think you're going to like Charlie. You might like Charlie. I think you're going to like but Charlie. I, I think since I got to call it now, I'm going to say, Tim Burton, take a look in the mirror. All right? Take a good long look in yeah. the mirror and stop making movies about childhood. Yeah, but that also, you go like, he doesn't seem like he's that excited by making movies about childhood. So maybe it's just that's what everyone offers him. Stop making movies. Or stop yeah. making movies. I mean, there, there's Let's like see the, what you know, I don't though. love it, but but the whole Tarantino, like, I'm going to make 10 and then, like, retire sure. is essentially a safeguard against this. Like, yeah. he's like, I never want to get to a point where I'm just making a movie. Totally. Mm. I you're agree like, with that. Is there anything bad about, like, there are tons of, like, old directors where it's just like, oh, he just died this year. I thought he died 20 years ago. Right. And it's because they just stopped they just making stopped. movies 20 years ago. Yeah, he gave it a rest. Yeah. Give it a rest, Timmy. Yeah. I don't know. Sandwich shop. Maybe, maybe fucking Dumbo. Be what if he opened a spooky I sandwich shop? Be good. Sandwiches. That would be fun. Right? <laughs> I would like that. Can you chop him with big scissors or something? Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Is there like other stuff he could do? <laughs> I don't know. They can have themed names. Like, Bubba Gump. More like scissor hand sandwichery. Timmy Scissorhams. Yeah. Hands? Oh, okay. Do you guys want to get a scissor hand sandwichery? <laughs> <laughs> you're back to your witchery, Ben. I am. That's a tease for future Patreon. For literally for June. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done. Come on, enough. Yeah, I gotta pee. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait, no. Sit down. <laughs> sit Jesus. down. Go on. Attention must be paid. Okay. Stefanski, thank you so much for being yeah, here. Well, thank, thank you, you for, for being here. Emma. You're the best. Honor. Thank you for reading, Mrs. Peregrine. You didn't this read the lovely. other books. No, I just read that one. Okay. A quirk. It's a quirk. It's a. It's quirky. The publishing house. Yes. Okay. They did all the... Uh, Is it the same? The Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? I was going to say, all of those yep. are quirk. It's a lot right, of that. Take a thing right, that's public domain right. and rework it. And then you own the IP. Rolling my eyes. Tim Burton also produced uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire. Vampire Slayer. Hunter. Because he was like, that sounds like the kind of fun genre movie I would have watched on TV. And then he saw it and was like, oh, you're going to make it like cool? <laughs> like quote unquote cool? <laughs> right, right. Like I think his thought was like, oh, it's like David Carradine. <laughs> Yeah, or it's and like the what's sets it cost called? a dollar. Like Billy Jack meets the Wolfman, right? Whatever, you know, some bullshit like that. Right? right. He's like, yeah. oh, it's like speed ramping. <laughs> he like, I mean, runs he hired Mister Speed horses. Ramp. Like, what are you supposed to do? Timur no, that was Timur was like, can yeah. you produce this for yeah, me? Uh-huh. He didn't hire him. Right, he was like, right. Tim, please help me. I love speed ramping. <laughs> yeah, it just means like putting some speed ramps in a suitcase and pressing it down. Do you remember when like Deadline every day was having like? Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, it's down to five finalists. Yeah, I do. It was like Superman and Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter were being cast at the same time, and it was like, Matthew Good is taking himself out of consideration <laughs> for Lincoln so he can double down on Superman. And then it was like, Ben Walker's taking himself out of Superman <laughs> so that he can be the Lincoln. Superman! Yes. This movie that's going to make $8. Yeah, maybe movies don't matter. Well, thank no, you all do, for listening. Oh, you're right! Thank you. And you know what? That will be reaffirmed next week. When we love Dumbo. <laughs> or at least we're like, it's pretty good. Well, no, you know why it has to be? Because 2019 is the year of only good movies. Every movie is great in 2019. 
Get with it. This is my big rallying cry. Okay. 2019 right. hashtag every movie is great. All the movies are good. All Got the it. movies are good. Let's let all movies be good. Okay. Thank I'm you all down. for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Stay peculiar. Stay peculiar. For the love of God, stay peculiar. Keep that fire in your belly like Asa Butterfield. Keep those bees in your mouth. <laughs> you got to keep them in your mouth and, and feed that turkey leg into the back of your skull. Uh, also, here are some other things you can do. Go to blankies.reddit.com, the most peculiar subreddit on the internet. Buy some very peculiar shirts on TeePublic. Like, for example, if you turn people to stone... Put some shirts over your face. Yes. Uh, thanks to Andrew Fergudo, uh, who has the peculiar power to generate good tweets. Thanks to Lane Montgomery, who has the peculiar power to write us a theme song in like two hours. Uh, thanks to uh, Joe Bone and Pat Rounds, who are just peculiar people. Go to the Patreon. Oh, go to pa- Patreon. Certainly, if there's ever been an episode that incentivized you to spend more money to listen more <laughs> of us talking. Uh, Emma, be on a commentary. You okay. live like next door to me. Oh, you live next to Big Nice? She lives real close to my house. Really? It's for sure true. Which is your favorite MCU movie? That's a really hard question to answer. Thor Ragnarok, maybe? Wow. Come on, Thor. Come on, Thor, because we don't love it. Yeah, really? that's right. You can cheerlead. You I can love cheerlead. that movie. Well, you can cheerlead. Oh, my God. Okay, so look, if, look if that's Thor. not an exciting plug, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok's good. <laughs> yeah, see, now, now we're getting into it. All right. Cool. Uh, ben is giving me a death glare. Uh, Bill Clinton is coming in next to record. Uh, and Ben is literally no smiles blinking at me. He is telling me through Morse code that he wants me to die. His face is getting really red. Too. And as always, mm-hmm. I can't wait to take a nap. No. <laughs> <laughs>